everyone welcome back to the old mcu crew jesse released the trailer me release it i would never i would never release a trailer that has unfinished cgi please what do you think i'm not gonna release it bronze release the trailer get the trailer out there i'm i'm not gonna get shot jesus christ you think people getting shot by you know (coughs) i'm dead I'm you afraid think- of the mouse. See, look, they already got They're taking me out, guys. They already <laughs> got me. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. Don't mess with me. Cut the head off the snake, bitch. Yeah, I don't know. I won't I won't mess with the mouse. I'd probably just see a laser trained on my forehead after I showed the trailer. I'd be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's the start of the week. It's another MCU crew. It's the first of two shows this week. You can join us again on Wednesday at, uh, I believe, 4.30 p.m. Eastern for Secrets. We'll be able to talk about what that is all about on Wednesday. But for now, we can just not literally say anything legally. We can't say a single thing about it. So we'll see you on Wednesday for that. Uh, We're talking about the, what is the name for that Spider-Man movie? It's not far Uh, from No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. Uh, The trailer, like, soft leaked? I don't... The story for that it? is kind of crazy. Watch the trailer? I tried to watch it, but it was lit. It was literally it's terrible. It was literally a Don't phone. Do it. Don't watch it. Being recorded by another phone that was then the video. So you were two phones deep, and they didn't even turn it landscape mode. You had to watch it fucking portrait mode in like a little thin slice. There was no. Don't do it. Don't put. Don't look it up. Don't put yourself through it. Yeah, it's it's not worth. It's not even worth your time. Don't do it. I read. I read the dialogue on reddit someone had uh had like typed out the entire conversation that occurs throughout that not what i expected kind of i guess the plot is that dr strange cast a spell and it fucks up why you ruin why you ruining stuff (laughs) why you ruining things for people is that a rune i don't know if that's a rune maybe i should have said spoilers that's what's in the trailer though it is again this is how you know you don't need to see it at one point in the trailer, Doctor Strange is just like having a conversation, but in the background, the entire room is white. And I was like, what a weird choice. And then I realized they just hadn't CG'd in all the things in the room. So yeah. it's just literally uh, Cumberbatch standing in a room that's all white. And he's just like, Peter. And you're just like, what the? Sh-? It's not, just wait, just wait. Yeah, just wait till it's ready. It's not worth watching. Uh, yeah, no, 100%. A lot of big reveals, though, and I wonder when that drops. Like, what is the what is the? It's not ready. It's well, not no, no, ready. no, not not necessarily like when it's ready type deal, but like when do they show that? Is that like a Eternals thing? Is that a? Uh, yes, one hundred percent. It will be in front of Eternals. You think for sure? Oh, absolutely. See the new trailer. Come see Eternals in theaters November. That's type deal. I mean, I'm sure they'll release it online, but I feel like no matter what, it'll be in front of... That's how they used to do things. You don't think we get it this week? You don't think this speeds up the process? You think they're going to drop it like on Wednesday? <sighs> I don't know. What would happen you Wednesday? Think that's gonna, they're just going to be like, here you go. I don't know. I'm not sure. Bronze, any thoughts? I don't think they're going to push their timeline up just because someone leaked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they have, pre- have think, do they have precedent for ever doing that? I don't, I don't know if we've so. ever, a, yeah. I think it's like one of those, we don't negotiate with, with 
hostage with leakers type of situations. Yeah, <laughs> I think that maybe I'm wrong, but you know, they, I I just feel like they'd be the type that's like, well, the trailer's gonna come out when the trailer comes out. Right. You might be right about and that. If, if you keep asking for it early. I'm going to go through the drive-thru, order a single black coffee for myself, and drive away. You know? No cream, no sugar? <laughs> That's stone cold, bronze. That's stone cold. Stone cold. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot to, uh, to take in. Uh, Tom Holland <clears throat> went to his Instagram and tweeted uh, a all-black photo a with picture white of, text. A picture of Shaggy? Yeah, and also a picture, a picture of Shaggy. Shaggy said it wasn't me? <laughs> that's accurate <clears throat> jesse uh he also the other tweet uh or the other what do you call an instagram post is it an instagram post? red-handed freaking on the bathroom floor a story right? is it a story a story story uh, we're fucking boomers it's a, okay so he posted an instagram story jesus christ uh we just said you ain't ready y'all ain't ready something like that so i don't know what it means a gram? But I'm red-handed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, How could I forget that I have Now we're actually going to get DMCA'd. Now Jess, Jess is Jesse's quest to get us. If, if, uh, for, for Shaggy, of yeah. all things. Not yeah, of all the things else. to lose your career over. Shaggy? Really? Shaggy. I, you know what? Shaggy for Shaggy, I'd do it. That song got me through a lot. Many a dance was had to that song. Unbelievable. Thank you, Shaggy. Thank you, Shaggy. I know wherever you're at. Thank you. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Also, uh, just for like weird number sake, because I know people are into this, and yeah. it's one of those things that like I like numbers. Yeah. So the average Marvel length between trailer and movie is something like a hundred forty some days. Okay. And uh. You may be more accurate than than me because I think Eternals is November fifth, okay. and Spider Man's December seventeenth. So that is nowhere even remotely close to one hundred forty days. So we're definitely getting it sooner rather than later if that if the trend continues. Yeah, could be. There's never been a trailer. Uh, I'm sure somewhere there has to be like an infographic, but there's never been a trailer that's been like a month out. You know what I mean? Like they hype up way in advance. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe what we saw uh, from that guy's phone through another old. phone was old, and it's almost done. I don't know. Yeah, a couple people in my chat are saying that uh, CinemaCon, which is apparently happening. I thought cons were canceled. I thought we we stopped doing those, but apparently it's Oof, happening. No. CinemaCon is happening in eight hours and 42 minutes, and Sony does have a panel at CinemaCon. So people are thinking that they uh, might show it a little bit later today. What the fuck is CinemaCon? I was going to say, I don't... Is CinemaCon that, uh, like a big showcase for showing off their new movies? I don't know what... Uh, it's in Vegas. Of course it is. Oh, well, never mind. Definitely, they're like, F it, Vegas, let's go. How, like... I, I've never heard of CinemaCon. <clears throat> is this a new con? Maybe it's an industry thing. Could be. There's always a lot of industry cons that we don't, you know, know about. And, and let's be real: most game conventions were industry conventions until they were like, "I can't want to come to these things too." 
Oh yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta get plushies. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that. <laughs> I feel yeah. like like it was an executive just screaming. We need the plushies. <laughs> um, CinemaCon's got to be a weird convention because I feel like it's just gonna be a bunch of formerly wealthy old guys talking about how they're not wealthy anymore because COVID <laughs> destroyed cinemas. Like, what is cinema maybe, maybe Is that what it is? Maybe it's like four <clears throat> cinema owners? Could be. Right? I'm trying, like, if it was, what happens if I go to CinemaCon.com? Movie is a thing. CinemaCon.com. The largest and most important gathering of movie theater owners from around the world. Right. So they're just going to Vegas to fucking drink away their sorrows of the past year. I mean, that's, that's what Evo is. Have you ever been to Evo? That's all oh, that that's, is. That's yeah. <laughs> you go there like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go watch fighting tournament, but also lose money and drink. <laughs> the the website for CinemaCon features a single celebrity. I bet you both $100 right now. You cannot guess who it is. You have five seconds to guess. Samuel L. Jackson. Incorrect. Bronze. Nicholas Cage. Nope. Dame Judy the, Dench. Okay, nope. wait, so this is the special guest at the end of CinemaCon? Is that what you it's, said? This is just like a, a guest that is on the front uh-huh. page of their website. Nick Nolte. Okay. <clears throat> nope. No one's going to guess it. Dame Judy Dench. Nope. Jesse already guessed that. Helen Mirren. Nope. Did he mention that? Dame that Judy Dench and Helen head? Mirren. Nope. You got five more guesses. Dame Judy Dench, Helen Mirren, and Nick Cage. Nope. You could literally, you could literally just start naming celebrities, and I promise you, it will not occur. Ryan Reynolds. Nope. All right. Question: Is this Wait. a celebrity or like you know a yeah, celebrity? A celebrity. Yeah, you got to give us a hint. Like a lister. Is this an A lister? The money is over. I'll give you hints though. Used okay. to be big. Oh, that's not a lister then. You can't. Uh, well, you should have said a lister. This is A-lister. I think he's A-lister. Used to be big. I said he as well. Like John Travolta. Oh, I, that hint. Uh, the hint I did was kind of devilish, actually. Now that I think about it. No, it's not John Travolta. Used to be big. I'm like, who are you roasting? I'm trying to figure out who you're roasting with this used, used to be big. Used to be big. Is this like, like a dude who was fat and then got thin kind of thing? <gasps> are you double entendre me right now? I have no idea who this is. Who is Jonah who is Hill? This? Damn. I was thinking Jonah Hill. I was thinking Jonah Hill. I get it. I get it. All Random right. celebrity, um, Jonah Hill, who was at CinemaCon. He's, he got some award. Also, Coca-Cola, uh, apparently, sponsors CinemaCon. Jonah Hill has awards, my dude. Did he, get, a, did he get an Oscar for Moneyball? Yeah. Damn, he did. I think okay. so. He was nominated, at least. <laughs> I think he was nominated. Yeah. Anyways, Cinema CinemaCon's later today. We might get a trailer there. Of all the places, though, I feel like that's like what it's like probably the but biggest But it is kind trailer. of like get them back in cinemas. You know what I mean? I guess. I would but, say it's the biggest trailer of the year, though. Like people are fucking going crazy for this thing. And it has like trend. It literally trends like three to four times a week. Drop the trailer or something. That's because what's in it, it's crazy. Like admittedly. For as much of it is unfinished, what's in it is badonkers. Yeah, like sure. truly, uh, we don't, we can't even talk about it. It's truly insane. Yeah. Uh, so you know. Yeah. 
well we'll see we'll we'll keep an eye on it maybe if uh maybe if it does drop later today we can uh discuss it on Wednesday Wednesday show whoa 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 oh, time, time out time out time out, time out. Time time out. you get two timeouts a show Jesse great wisely. great bronze are you drinking boss coffee yes Do you, are you a fellow boss enthusiast? Uh, for longtime viewers, they they know. I love me boss coffee, so I'm you know just once just you know just put it just it's all right. We can continue the show. I just want okay. everyone to know that I see that. I see that, and my heart eyes thumped a little bit more. They went boop 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 boop. Is Boss Coffee like Japanese coffee? Is that why I know yes. this? Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Maybe like, I think, do I know about this because like Hideo Kojima tried to do something with it? Why do I know about Boss Coffee? Oh my God. There, there was a well, game. Are you a, you're a whiskey person, aren't you, JP? That's correct. Well, this is the, this is made by the Centauri company is it not am i crazy uh -huh. it's made by every time i show this people are like why do you have vials of pee no this is whiskey y'all let's just have whiskey vials next to my desk anyways i'm pretty sure right it could Hold be up. yeah yeah yeah. okay so this is by the same company that makes some of the best japanese whiskeys the centauri brand yeah, yeah. so they bring yeah. the same excellence to coffee crafting that they do to their whiskey making Got it. And okay. uh, I first learned of it from Yakuza, where they had the rainbow one. I haven't Maybe tried the rainbow one Maybe that's where I heard yet. about it, was Yakuza. Yeah. I, uh, I've tried the black can, and it's pretty great. My entire Resident Evil 3 video game series is about boss coffee. The entire thing. Is Start it to in finish. the game? I don't know. We just like started talking about a coffee vending machine, and then somehow got on boss coffee, and then the joke the entire time was every time we saw a vending machine, it was like, oh, you got to get a refreshing boss coffee. Oh. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't know why. Uh, that's become one of my favorite things now uh, to not talk about MCU for five seconds was uh, whenever I'm doing a playthrough of a game, it's making up a new storyline of something that I'm trying to do or get or obtain, like something that's notable throughout the playthrough. For instance, I played Ghost of Tsushima. And it wasn't a quest to retake the island from the Mongols. It was a quest for my character to find silk because I needed to upgrade my my chest piece. And so, well, can I tell you yeah. just uh, on the exact same point? I just kept asking if anyone had silk. Ten years ago, eleven years ago, whenever Skyrim came out, uh huh, I made the point of saying that I couldn't if I saw a fox, I couldn't continue the quest. I had to follow the fox everywhere it went because my theory was that. All the foxes in that game led you to an adventure, right? And I was like, lead me to an adventure, fox. And I'm not saying in the last week we had a thing come out that was like, the foxes were designed to do that. But I'm just letting you know, I cracked the code, man. So, so like, you know, when I, when I see through the Matrix, man, like even in this podcast, man, mm -hmm. like know mm -hmm. that I'm there. Mm. Like I see. So when I see Bronze drinking <clears throat> Boss Coffee, I know that's like a subtle hint that she knows that I know what boss coffee is. And so bronze is like doing it for me really, but also for you. You know what I think just happened bronze. I think for the first time on this show, Jesse revealed his real voice. What man? What? what? Dude, what man? 
Oh my god. <laughs> I think this is the real Jesse Cox. He's been putting on an act. What, what is what is real, man? He's been like, putting on an act since <laughs> 2003. Since, yep, the entirety of his, his presence on the internet. This is when Jesse Cox, the history teacher. You know, it's not MCU related, but you know what? I've been having a great time uh, watching that just reminds me of a simpler time on TV. Do you ever watch that dub of Takeshi's Castle that was called Most Extreme Elimination Most Challenge? Most Extreme Elimination Challenge? Yeah. I don't think I've ever I've seen been- this, no. I've been, it's the most early 2000s thing you could probably ever watch. Yes, MXC, people know. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah, I know I've MXC. I've been re-watching that, and somehow it's still funny. Somehow. My favorite is the fact that they have, I think, one woman voice actor, and she plays all the women, and yes. she's just like, I'm ready to go. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. And then she like falls <laughs> off a cliff or something, and is like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. How do you what? Uh, oh, that's great. What has that? How do you watch that? Is that on the YouTube's or where are you watching it? You wouldn't even believe where I discovered it on my Fire Stick. It was on IMDb TV, which is free. Oh yeah, yeah, with yeah. Commercials. Yeah. I had I didn't even know IMDb TV was a thing, but it was on my recommended dashboard. I was like, how do you know me so well? Yeah. Mad Men is also on IMDb TV. Funny enough, that's I watched the oh. final two seasons there recently. Yeah, I never really watched MXC like when it was airing, but when I lived in India, we used to get to Kishi's Castle, which is the show they dub over. Yeah. So discovering this has been such a delight. Let me tell you, it's like a time machine. That's always a very good. unique era of media that doesn't exist anymore. You know, it's always good to get that uh, the comfort watch. Right, the the anxiety watch of old shows that feel good. It's good. Yep. The the good best TV. part of the show was that they used to re like everyone who was in it, they would give them goofy names <laughs> and like goofy yes. jobs. And it was like yes. an ongoing gag that is totally unnecessary but brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. The whole thing is lovely. Yeah. Check I it think out. my okay, you know what the smallest thing is, but it gets me, this will be the last thing I talk about. There's like this, you know, the captain guy with the pauldrons on his shoulders. Yeah, of course, well, like of course, yes. Of ceremonies. Yeah, it's it's so dumb, but it cracks me up every time. It's when he starts the challenge and he says, "Get it on," <laughs> but it's the way they dub it. Get it on every time. Yeah. yeah, every every time. I don't know what he's saying in Japanese, <laughs> but every time they get it on, I don't know why it just sends me because it's what. Is it like Iron Chef levels of of translation? Yeah, no, I mean, like, like it the is. old school Iron Chef, not this like new age bullshit. Like the real Iron Chef, the like unfiltered old school, little grainy quality Iron Chef. That's the good shit. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like terrible quality video. Yeah, it is all dubbed over. All the voice actors, uh, I mean, like half the time they're trying to match the voices, and half the time they're not. They dub in like crowd reaction. Nice. And it's, you know, the, all the people who are going through the challenges, they dub in their voices. Even if they're not talking, they're like, wow, yo. And they're just like trying to like climb yeah. the wall. It is incredible TV. It's so good. Nice. So Might have to check it out. IMDb and they rename all TV. the games to like, you know, glory holing and stuff like that. And you're like, that's not what this game is. This is a family show. Nice. <laughs> yeah. There's a, just like go on YouTube or something and look up like, 
most painful MXC eliminations. And you'll just, they're very funny. They're always like someone giving a hit in the head with a soccer ball and falling into mud or some nonsense. Takeshi's cat, you could tell Japan is not as litigation happy as we are over here because over here somebody would have gotten sued. There's some people that legitimately you're like, this this person hurt themselves. There's no way they did not hurt themselves, you know? They'll just like fall on their freaking like head half the time and and they just like smash cut to it and show it in slow motion seven times and you're like, how did they not chat us? I'm talking about the lily pad challenge. People have died on the lily pad challenge. You cannot imagine, convince me otherwise. Imagine real life video game levels. Like there's, I know there's one where they have to run up a mountain while boulders are rolling down the mountain <laughs> and they always get like squashed by the boulders. And you're like, how did no one die doing this? Oh, <laughs> my no favorite is there's one where there's like a bunch of doors and some of them open, but some of them are just like nailed shut. And they have to race and just try to pick a door fall guy style. And you just see people smack like full tilt into a door and just go whack and then fall back. And then as soon as they fall back, there's like a costume mascot to like beat the crap out of them. (laughs) (laughs) And they're always the costume mascots are always amazing. They're always like way over the top. They just come in like banging on these people. It is what a great show. What a fantastic show. Seems like a good one. It really is. It's uh, worth the watch. Yeah. It sounds it. <laughs> okay, it okay. sounds it. Here's the segue. It sounds also like Shang-Chi is worth the watch as well. Nailed it. Ooh. 10 out of 10. Ooh. 10 out Ooh. of 10. Uh, the premiere happened last Monday. Guys, I, wa- I don't know what the fuck. I don't know if my life is boring. This might be an intervention. I watched a two-hour red carpet. For Shang Chi on Twitter. Really? Why the fuck did I do that? Uh, what was the first thing you said? Go back. What was the first thing you said? About I mean, which? The, right when we started, what did you say about yourself? My my life is boring. Is yeah, that's that's it. That's the thing. That's it. That's why. Right there. It was pretty. It was pretty. Erica Ishii was on it, so that was cool. She was doing the hosting Great. duties there. That Great. was nice to None see. None of that justifies watching a two-hour red carpet. No, it doesn't. Yeah. You, yeah. Can, no, it you doesn't. can be married to Erica Ishii, and I would be like, why did you watch all two hours? <laughs> <laughs> There's no I reason. I don't even have any like insightful information to tell you about uh, the Shang-Chi uh, red carpet premiere. Nothing. I wouldn't expect her parents to watch all two hours. No. They were like, you looked great. We did other things. <laughs> like, there's no. no reason to watch all two hours of red carpet ever. The most insightful thing I learned, because I've never seen uh, the actor outside of Doctor Strange, is that Benedict Wong is like Australian or has he has a very interesting accent that is not Wong from the MCU. Are and you that- sure that not like everyone else from the MCU is just British? Yeah, he. Oh God! Is he is he just British? And I thought he was Australian. Hold on, hold on. Was he like Karag? Yeah, Fuck! He's terrible. British. Told you. God damn it! Everyone from the MCU is British. When they're in the movies, they're like, "Hey, I'm Johnny American." And then when you hear them talk, they're like, "That's what I have to say about that." This is all problems. And you're just like, "What's he's the British?" Sh-? He's fucking British. Who knew? Yeah. Every time. Every time. 
I also follow him on Twitter now. That's another big moment from the red carpet premiere was that uh, I learned his Twitter account is Wongrel. Big, big Wongrel? <laughs> nope. Nope. Big, nope. big news. I almost feel uncomfortable following that. No, I'm good. <laughs> so do a lot of people. He's only got like 30,000 followers. I was kind of surprised. I was expecting like 300,000 at least. Was well, he posting hot takes? Uh no, I don't think Wongrel would. Do oh, there that. you go. I don't you think don't my new Twitter takes, friend Wongrel would uh, would post hot takes. Let's see what the latest tweet is here. You know, I was tweeting about Sean Locke's death, so not a hot take. You know, I feel like a lot of people like don't really use social media. You know, which is why when when nobody's aka what people call content creators build a platform, I feel like people get bitter, but because they're like. Well, they don't have any skills or talents. And I'm like, yeah, but building the platform is the talent. Because there are talented people who can't do it. It's its own skill. It's true. Sorry, I guess you could all say that we all have more followers than Benedict Wong. You know? I would not no, say I'm that. No, I'm like tied for him. Bronze has <laughs> I would not say that. more followers. <laughs> we are more important to the world at large than Benedict Wong. I have more people that have clicked follow but I feel like I have less people who would follow me into doing whatever. I feel like basically, he could convince more people to follow him. Basically, I think we're all going to get hit up pretty soon for the next Marvel film and be the main characters with Benedict Wong. Because of our social media following. To be Johnny Storm. <laughs> I'm announcing that now. I am Johnny Storm. Yep. All right. So that Eternals trailer... We got to get through the Shang-Chi uh, uh, thing. Oh, the, right. The influencer tweets. Spoilers. It's exactly what we we're going to say. It is uh, one thing I did notice, though. I think if you read between the lines on a lot of these influencer tweets, because the thing, uh, I've never been to a Marvel premiere, but I would think as an influencer who's done other things for companies that they didn't pay me to do, but I want to get invited back. You just don't say the negative aspect of things when you tweet about this. You tweet about the positive things that you like, and then you get invited back or, or get invited back to do something. Are uh, you trying to say, hold on, whoa, that whoa. they frame it a different Are way? Are you yes, trying to absolutely. say that these people who went to a movie premiere are not going to, what's the word, shit on the movie if they don't like it? That's correct. But. Interesting. So you don't want to rely on these? Not necessarily. If there is a general message, though, that is across all of the tweets like there was, I think you can oh, imply that that aspect is, like, pretty good. And what and what was the undercurrent of these tweets? That the fight scenes were the best in the MCU. Oh, yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I'm more interested in what they thought of the actual plot. That was where it was a little hit or miss. Some people really liked it. Some people didn't. A lot of people were like, hmm. uh, well, I mean, I could just, let's just read through them here. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten. Uh, this is a weird one right here. This is one of those, like, I don't know what to tweet. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings earns the title of the best superhero film of 2021 so far. I think there's been like Black Widow and that's it. That, I was going to say, that's, <laughs> that's like not the highest praise. That's yeah. very... <laughs> Yeah, a little, uh, little weird there. Uh, the action scenes are simply spectacular, especially the train and skyscraper scene. Best martial arts I've seen in a long time. Uh, 
Simu Liu and Aquafina are terrific. Let's read a couple more here. Uh, you can also tell that anytime they have to mention the movie, and I thought this, going back to this red carpet that I uh, watched for two hours, Erica Ishii, I think this was the first one that she's ever done. The other three folks that were hosting uh, were seasoned vets because Erica would be like, yeah, you know, in Avengers, and then it would go to the other host at the end of the next question. Yeah, I really loved Marvel's The Avengers. <laughs> they had to do like the mm, whole thing. Right. The whole pitch. And that, uh, that kind of shines through in these tweets because every time they mention it, it's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is phenomenal. Get hyped. Even uh, every fight scene slash action sequence is better than last. Uh, Simu Liu fully embraces the Marvel superhero role. Amazing imagery. Killer soundtrack. You'll want to see this on the big screen. That sounds like that was a Marvel bit like the idea that you want to see this on the big screen amazing imagery i i just one of the things i've learned about you know the industry we exist in is you know i still am a fan of these things so when i know people even friends when i see them tweet about like how much they love a thing and and it's like a great example is people who reviewed uh death stranding mm. Right, like mm. watching the way that they would say that they love the game, but also not being able to say that they want like, and it, it, I get it, I understand. I've said before, I'll say it again. Like that is a game where I enjoyed it, but I don't know how I recommend it to other human beings. Like uh -huh. I just don't know how, right? Because it's like an experience that you, you know, it's like weird, and I feel like that's you have to like always read between the lines of this stuff, and especially because you know, Marvel. People want to be like in with Marvel. And so you don't talk shit on Marvel when they're like, did you enjoy the movie? Did you come see the movie? Are you, you know? And so I don't know. I'm, I want it to be very good and enjoyable. And I want to walk out and be like, that was the best action and, and martial arts and like music in a movie. And it was the best superhero movie of 2021 so far. But I'm also just like, what particular, like this is when <laughs> someone has their lawyer like, you know, like this, this senator was accused of sleeping with a mistress. And he's, and the, the lawyer's like, the senator did not sleep with the mistress. And you're like, oh, right. No, they just banged and then he left. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> Where it's just like the wording is a little like, mm, okay, we'll yeah. see. <clears throat> but do you know what else it is? And this is something I've felt for a very long time in regards to like, Star Wars and the MCU, it's that the middle road is the toughest road to tread. There are people that have entire accounts and platforms built off of hating everything that the MCU puts out and that Star Wars puts True. out and just crapping all over all of it. There are accounts that thrive off of just fangirling or shamelessly fanboying over every aspect of it. But if you say, and I mean, this happens to us, you could say as many times as you want. I really liked this, but I had an issue with this. And people be like, so I don't understand it. why JP, Jesse, and Bronze fucking hated this show. Yep. Like, why'd they even watch it? <laughs> yep. Man, they have such bad takes. Like, how do you have such bad takes on what if? And it's like, <laughs> none, of be, none of us said we hated it. N not a single one of us said we hated it. It doesn't matter how many times you preface. Well, I really liked it, but I just wish they had slowed down the pacing. Or yeah. I really enjoyed it. But I wish it does not matter how many times you say that there's still going to be people, maybe not the vast majority, 
there's still going to be a bunch of people, a good chunk of people that are like, I don't know why Jesse Bronze and JP hate the show. And it's like, damn, where did we say that? We did not say that anywhere. So I think most people are never going to bring up like, I really like Shang-Chi. I really loved it. But I wish that this they're never going to say that because people will fixate on the latter half of that sentence. And then they'll say, so so Jesse hated it. And it's like, no, 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 no. It was good. Go watch it. I think it's worth a watch. I just didn't like that. You know, I think the pacing could have been better. I felt like the plot, you know, was a little bit cheesy. You can't say that because that's like people's takeaway. And especially when you don't want to like tank the the launch of a film that you think is great in spite of something, you know? Right. Because there's like a line between I think this is worth going and watching and like, no, 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 don't even watch this film. Right. Well, Brandon Davis might not be invited back because he did have a little bit of a negative thing to say here. Uh I think he hated the film, ultimately. Uh, (laughs) Shang-Chi is such a personal family story at its core. That's when it's at its best. The third act is full of surprises, but sometimes is a little crazier than is needed. Ultimately delivers epic action and the intimate moments to land. Big MCU stuff. Can't wait to watch again. So here's the thing. I feel like that is probably, you know, the like a reasonable take. Like there's some things in there that he was like, eh, you know what? Not a big fan of that, but yeah, the stuff I liked, I liked. And I think that's fine. And then in general, the rest of them were kind of different variations of, of everything that I just read. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, seems like I it'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to if we like go back through the, you know, tweets or whatever about Marvel premieres, we're ever going to see one that's like, well, that was shit. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't think those exist. I feel like they don't exist at all. It might have existed so, earlier on. Right. Like I guarantee Iron Man if you went back to Thor 2 and people were like, you know, let's I'm what curious. a great film. The romantic love story between Thor and Jane really shined through in this one. You know, they're not there's not going to be anyone who's like garbage film. Garbage. <laughs> Just it's not going to happen. That's not how that that's not how it works. For the record, I don't think any of us is saying we think the movie's bad. You know, I think it's just like we know we're not going to get an honest review. You know, right, right. I'm not like I don't know anything about Shang Chi. I know nothing about it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm definitely not saying that movie's going to suck, and I definitely don't hope it sucks. I want it to be awesome. What I'm saying is, I never look at movie premiere tweets mm-hmm. as like, oh, well, that's the take. Like that's definitely yeah. definitely aren't kissing ass. They can be invited back next time. Like, come on, it's 100 percent what's happening. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find these tweets. Movie premieres are a drug, let me tell you. Sometimes you spend two hours watching it and you don't know why. Like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm currently... (laughs) You know, I just checked out the URL. I should probably stop this from loading. I'm currently headed to nycsinglemom.com. Thor the Dark World Premiere Delivery Man Event. I don't even know what that means. Oh, Delivery Man was another movie with Vince Vaughn and Chris Pratt. Turns out. (laughs) Nope. We do not remember that one. 
that was probably a movie where people saw the premiere and was like garbage film. Uh, wait. Okay, I we all know it's. I true. am so confused by the what is this website? Single single mom New York singlemom.com and the the. Here's the you understand the that there's websites for everything. Here's the copy for it's New she, York single moms. She wrote, seeing Chris Hemsworth and Ron Howard's rush really made me a fan of the actor. So imagine my surprise and excitement when I received an invitation to the red carpet premiere of Thor: The Dark World. Starring Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, and Tom Hiddleston. I happily will be joining a group of 24 bloggers, including my blog husband, gay NYC dad in Los Angeles in early November for the premiere. Wait, can you just add blog to relations? Like, I don't know. My blog's here, my blog wife, my blog husband. I guess. Not my real one. I don't know. Let me just I gotta close let me link. just say this again. My mind is slowly you, being sucked in into the fucking pit of the internet. You yeah. know what like I've said before, I said this I think last week or maybe the week before. Thor two, just like Thor one, was tar- was Marvel's attempt, poor attempt, <laughs> to target women. <laughs> As like Thor and Jane was a love story, and it was supposed to be like the romantic movie, even though it is. Right. Anyway. Just to go off what you're saying, you went to Single Mom, whatever, NYC. NYC Single Mom, yeah. <laughs> this is a review from thesuburbanmom.com. And let me just tell you. Let's hear it. This is a great one. Whether you're a Marvel super fan or just appreciate the awesomeness that is Marvel movies, Thor, The Dark World is a must-see. In fact, after attending the red carpet premiere this week, I can't wait to watch it again with my husband. It's that good. Let me just Let me say again. I don't trust movie premiere reviews. I never have. I never will. I'm like Captain James T. Kirk with Klingons. I never trust them. Never. <laughs> Which is why you should tune back into MCU crew after we watch Shang-Chi, where you can hope for a very honest review at huh. with and probably some takes that you may disagree with, but dissenting opinion, marketplace of idea, buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. Also, mm-hmm. congratulations, gents, on our 20th episode. Boom. 20 episodes. Ooh, we can almost drink. Next episode. Next episode, we're drinking. Booze. Wednesday, bring the, 9 bring the liquor. 9 a.m. drinky time. <laughs> I didn't. I'll bring uh, the mimosas. Chat just tipped me off to this. I guess the review embargo is up for Shang-Chi. Reviews are out. I didn't even realize this. Uh, it's sitting at 94% right now with 51 reviews. Yo, that's. Is that Rotten Tomatoes? That's awesome. Yeah, it's Rotten Tomatoes right now. And like, that's great if that's the case. Yeah, I did not realize this had happened. Uh, yeah, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's read the negative ones here. On uh, oh, here's, yeah. here's the negative headlines. Uh, Wait, why did it get shorter? Okay, Rotten Tomatoes, your web UI is trash. Uh, on the screen, Shang-Chi is... Rotely defined by the same gifted kid imposter syndrome uh, as so many other self-doubting MCO heroes before him. That is that is a contrarian to be contrarian. (laughs) Get out of here with that take. Uh, One of Marvel's messiest efforts with a stellar front half that quickly retreats back to the studio's comfort zone. That is every Marvel movie. Let's not, you know. That sounds great. Like, that's every Marvel movie. Sounds great. 
Uh, so those are so wait hold on there's literally two bad reviews there's one more there's one more rotten review the other 48 are all fresh the other one now this is a hot take shang chi is as bland and as busy as its title what the <laughs> I, can, I don't we, even know if that's a take did the guy even watch the film we can go read <laughs> know it what's going on uh they gave it a they gave it a 5.9 out of 10 over at Paste Magazine. Paste Magazine. Uh, Paste Magazine, yeah. You know what? Let me just tell you right now. The AV Club review, I feel like, is the most accurate. It's the, It feel like it's the combination of all of the things we've been hearing so far, and I feel like is the best take. Okay. The first half of the movie is funnier and more down-to-earth than its second which transitions from modern action to mythical fantasy with an emphasis on Chinese folklore, uh, some actual, some imagined. Seems so yeah, great. that's probably, I mean, that, that like checks out with most Marvel stuff where the beginning is like, yeah. we're meeting the characters and we're doing things and have jokes with Aquafina. And then the second part is like, the dragon power, which is like, whatever, okay. It may, like, it checks out. Checks out with like the standard Marvel thing. Yeah. I feel like after a while, we'll all get bored of like, the exact same style of movie over and over again. But, you know, if it's a good film, I mean, we're I'm almost right 30 deep, and I'm just like, keep cranking them out, Marvel. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not yeah, I, might, you know, I might start becoming jaded with the whole, like, me having to be like, I love the first half, but the second half was too crazy for me. Right? Like, yeah. You know, after a while, I don't want to be that guy. But, like, maybe I'll love this. I don't know, but I feel like that is as. I feel like it's a solid take. I think most people would agree that that's how Marvel works most of the time. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, Andy Wire wrote, uh, as the MCU only continues to expand, uh, Creden's film or Cretan's film, uh, I guess that's the director, should be pointed uh, to as a sterling example of what's possible when a hero is allowed to be his own man on his own terms. Yeah, a lot of these reviews are great. A lot of them are just like, this is a good film exciting it's like a, I, yeah, is that great. is that weird to get re- reviews out like oh wait it's out next friday what the yeah. fuck next september yeah ah, next friday yeah, dude. september mm-hmm. time, is, <sighs> time has been passing weird since 2020 i feel like time is fleeting i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna be honest i feel like i'm in march of 2020 does anybody else feel this way yes can I feel like pretty much I blink and now it's like fall of 2021. When I think about that, I get like a minor anxiety pang. So I try not to think about it, but I feel like mentally I'm still in March of 2020. True. That's because 2020 was the longest year ever. And then this year zoomed by. Yeah. Just right. Well, I don't mean to spoil uh, the, the, the fun here, but it, it honestly is, because we're getting old. <laughs> That's why time passes faster. Well, Did I? No, I think <laughs> this I, is I, also a unique case, though, where it's like... It's, I, I, like, actually went pretty deep on this uh, phenomenon. It's actually when you get older, time just passes faster. Remember as a kid I, when I summers you, felt like the longest time in the world? It's because you, you know why that everything is? at a rapid pace and you had no anxiety of looking forward or looking past. Can I blow your mind? Do you know why that the is? Moment. There's a reason for it. It's crazy. Let's hear it. The reason why time passes faster the older you get is that when you're young, your brain, all the synapses, this is like 
crazy. So just oh, this get is what ready. I, this is what I dove into. Yeah, yeah, because your brain is like smaller. <laughs> you, everything is a little bit closer together, and so all the synapses and everything fire faster. And so when you see the world, you see it at a higher frame rate than when you're older. And so because you see everything at a higher frame rate, everything you pick up more information. And because there's more information, you register more stuff. And so time, just like when you see like a dude, like the flash, like time slows down. And then the older you get, you, you know, you slow down. Yeah. And so the frame rate in which you visualize things slows down, which means everything else around you speeds up. Yeah. And so uh, that is why things seem faster the older you get. How crazy is that? Apparently, we already talked about we've this. We've had this exact, yeah, I was going to say, we've had this exact conversation. So not only so are go. we uh, old uh, and time's moving too no. fast, we're also forgetful Boy, and old close. and time's but moving too we fast. We can't discount the <laughs> effects of living through a time period where we kept saying, well, after this is over, well, after this is over, I think a lot of us kind of like, you're, when you're intentionally looking forward, I feel like time sometimes passes slow, but simultaneously fast because you're putting things on hold and you're like, well, after this is over, well, after this is over, well, after this is over. And now like we're in fall of 2021. It's still not over. I think that's part of it too. Cause Could normally, be. normally I feel like, you know, would I say my life has been moving faster the older I've gotten? Yes. But I also think, you know, part of that is because I think some of that is also like state of mind type of thing. I think people are really bad at living, like, like focusing on what's happening now. Because let me tell our, you, our I don't focus on anything else us. but now, and things which move is fast. good. But <laughs> no, like, things a move lot too of fast. People are always like, like, what's the next thing? You know, like, oh, I bought a house. What's next? I I got a car. What's next? I got married. What's next? You know. I, I have never thought that, I, and time still moves fast. So let me just tell you, as a person who literally doesn't think an hour ahead of where he's at currently, mm-hmm. never once, never once have I thought, man, things are slowing down for me. It only gets faster, let me tell you. It only gets fa- Live in the moment all you want, but you're going to be like, how is it Thursday? <laughs> you're going to wake up one day and be like, what? it's the weekend already? What the hell? It was just Monday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get ready. It's And then... You come to the realization that a lot of your life was pointless. Whoa. Just saying, what good did you do from one to 10? <laughs> from the age zero to 10, what did you even do? You were worthless. What you, you offered nothing to the world. You just like pooped and ate. Useless. From, that's 10 years. That's 10 years of your dumb life wasted. You, you know, could have been a genius. I'm going to implement a rule just so we don't alienate and actually cause depression to our viewers. <laughs> You two are fucking impossible to keep on track. <laughs> it's insanity. What we have to do here. I have no way to rope this back to talking about Marvel. Except Marvel. From age is 11 to 20? You're and life you're an means asshole. What nothing, are you even doing? And we're all going to become a nihilist years. just like Shang-Chi. <laughs> the nihilist of the MCU world. I'm obviously joking. I'm obviously, it's a joke. Calm oh down. I, I don't mean that children are, are look, just because I 
think that you know <laughs> you should get a job or something. How is this possible? We're still on it. I don't understand. Because I exist. Look, I can't stop doing what I'm doing until I get bronze to laugh kind of half off screen and that like half off screen laugh that she does. And then mm. I'm like, all right, joke landed. We're good. I can move on. This That's how this works, of a, JP. Of a, this just reminds me of a bit from Venture Brothers where this dude thinks he's talking to his dead friend and he asks him a bunch of questions and he one of the one of the things like his his dead friend says is like, Oh, well, babies don't get a soul until they're like, you know, a, like six or seven until before that, they're just these evil, soulless, farting, <laughs> eating, pooping things. And I still I'll still quote that. <laughs> Sorry, so I just feel like that's kind of like the the the, the bit All I'm that saying Jesse is, went on. I think it <laughs> like, was. Yeah. I have many friends with kids now, and every single one of them is making me never want a kid. So I'm just like letting you know. <laughs> I'm like, how do you deal with that every day? Oh, yeah, no thanks. What if I adopted, like, a 12-year-old? They seem to have their shit kind of together, right? I don't have to deal with the beginning, and they're going to hate me anyway at that point, so, like, I I might as well. That's fine. I kind of did that. Every kid has its own challenge. We'll go with that. Well, sure, but, like, (laughs) at least it isn't poop. You know what I mean? At least I'm not, 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 like, vomit in my face. Like, if we're... Poop's easy. You clean it up. All right? That's easy. That's an easy one. You just clean it up. You know? You just clean it up. It's not bad. Just get rid of it. I need balance in my house. (laughs) If if I'm going to clean your poop, you're going to take care of me when I'm old and you're going to clean my poop. Well, that's usually how that goes. Yeah, that's the process. No, it isn't. They'll throw you in a damn home. No, sorry. I need poop cleaning kids. I need kids who are going to take care of my poop. Anyway, so Shang-Chi is getting great reviews. (laughs) And I'm really excited to see where this is going to go because I think it's fantastic. 94% is very good. It actually is dropped. The reviews are coming in hot right now for Shang-Chi. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to change. But, like, it's that's not bad. It, uh, what is the current score here? Hold on. I think it actually dropped to 88% in our course of talking about it. 86% now. Oh, what are the... So hold what? on. What are That's the, fast. I think what's happening is it still has... I think they're... I don't know much about the Rotten Tomatoes review submittal process, but I think they get bombarded with not top critic reviews. They're just like... NYC single mom blogs, you know, and uh, once those get submitted, they go in and like start to weed out a lot of that stuff. And I think that's what hap- what's happening because there's only still three rotten reviews, but now there's less reviews in total. There's now yeah, 22 I, reviews total. This is interesting. Yeah, you're totally right. It's also interesting to see who they list as top critics because they have a lot of people oh. that are like top critic YouTube. It's like, wait a minute, what? But wait, now I just refreshed and we're back up to 94% with 53 reviews. Yeah, again, I think this is, this, it was 94% earlier. I think uh, the 86 is just sort of a... Weird. They probably got a bunch of like, you know how it'd be. Yeah, they, they might just be getting bombarded by by the reviews right now. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes is a giant review aggregator for those that don't know and a lot of people use this uh more so than going to the actual review websites like no one loads up variety 
to read the review. They just go to the fucking Rotten Tomatoes and get linked there. To give to give you an idea of of similar movies in the area, uh, the Suicide Squad got a ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Black Widow got an eighty percent. Space Jam got twenty six percent, which <laughs> never deserved. saw it. Can't talk. Uh, Can't it's talk not good. It. Um, Green Knight eighty seven percent. Pig, the Nick Cage movie, ninety seven percent as it deserves. Yeah, I. I did not watch the movie. I read the Wikip- Wikipedia for the entire plot, and now I don't need to Yo, see it. I heard it was very good. You need to see it. You need to see it. It's. I know the good. story. I know everything that happens in that movie. I don't need to see the acting. Um, yeah, so 94, I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see what it ends up at the end, but honestly, most big reviewers are already on. Like, looking at this list, most of the big-named yeah. r- critics are already on here. Like, you know, Empire Magazine, Washington Post, Entertainment Weekly, CNN, USA Today, Hollywood Reporter, Los Angeles Times, IndieWire, Guardian, Variety, all of them were like, go see it. It's great. So, you know. Yeah, the only the only negative one is from Slant Magazine, which is what we, uh, it was one of the negative ones that I already read. So every time I, every time I see Slant Magazine, they're crapping on a superhero movie. So I don't necessarily that, feel like that's right. not the audience. Yeah. It sounds about right. They'll get a few extra clicks for being the the negative review. Um, there's another new trailer out this morning uh, that was featuring. It was featuring the latest from DJ Snake, what? called "Run It," and that was what? featured throughout the. I think "Run It" is like the title track from the uh, from the movie. From Shang Chi, the the title track is "Run It." Yeah. Damn, I'm old. I'm yeah. sure that's cool as hell if you're like 19. The song's like, not bad. It. I bet it's great. The, trailer, just, the like, trailer's good. The song's not bad. Run it. <clears throat> there was a a couple of I don't know if these were from a trailer or if these were just put up by Marvel. Um, but it was on Marvel Shots uh, on Twitter. I'll show it real quick. It actually got me pretty excited for the film. Let's see. If I do that, does that work? Nope. We're just going to have to do this. This is uh, an action moment from the film, which honestly looks pretty badass. Using the rings is like... That is cool. Yeah. I'm into that. I'll watch a movie if it's a lot of that. Yeah. I feel like that's part of... When people talk about like the end, you know, when they're like, it's a little over the top. I feel like that's one of those things where people are like, it was a lot of spectacle, but like that looks cool <laughs> as hell. So it I'm looks in. Cool like, that looks great. Yeah. 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 So that's uh, Shang-Chi. We'll, uh, we'll be watching that next. Are we all going? I guess we, I guess we have to go to a theater, right? If we're going to review that on the show, I guess we're going. Yeah. I mean, look, if I, if, if we make for you chat. Yeah. I'm gonna double mask and go I'm gonna take uh, my Wednesday I already afternoon. showed this to Jesse and my chat, but bronze, I'm gonna take this mask and look real cool. Call it the Sean King movie. This now. is I need one of those. You do. No, you don't. Oh, oh my god. No, you don't. Everyone yeah, needs do. one of these right here. That is no, that is the creepiest, weirdest thing. That fact that you can see the mouth. <laughs> 
Like I, that's I, good. I truly hate that. No, no it's it. not yeah. good. It's good. No, that is. No, I would wear that with one of like my black tactical turtlenecks and my hair and space buns and just be and go to a rave. And no, you know, I don't do that. But I can't tell you what it. I think that looks like. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate for this podcast. All right. Okay. Chat knows what I think it looks like though, because they perverts. Ah, okay. Uh, wow, it's already been. It's gonna be a long show today, folks. Uh, we got some Black Panther two uh, leaked photos that apparently have uh, confirmed that Riri Williams will be in that movie. Uh, Riri Williams is Iron Heart, which is uh, kind of like a continuation of iron man i think we've talked about iron heart a little bit uh bronze has spoken about it in the past um mm-hmm. i think sure i guess shuri is is back I, I thought i thought that actor was kicked out is she is shuri what? still why? on board uh Wait, why would she... she made some uh not so savory tweets that i think were like anti-vax or she like refused to mask up and like was anti-vax or something like that Oh, um, so cool! What? Yeah, but I, I guess that I guess she's still on board. Um, yeah, I, I guess she's still on board. Oof! I gotta say, I think this actually gives me some hope for this, for like this character and this crossover because I think that so in the comics. Ironheart's suit is powered by an AI that is programmed by Tony, and it's kind of like this passing of the torch type of deal. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Riri makes the suit, but all of the software side of it is handled by, like, Stark Tech, if that makes sense. Um, and so he kind of guides her through this process. But, like, in the movies, we've seen that handoff happen to uh, Peter Parker. So it doesn't like it, it wouldn't make sense for it to be Tony Stark handing it off to Riri when he's kind of already given the glasses and his tech and all of that to Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in the comics you actually still have Tony Stark's like voice it, narratively. Obviously this comic doesn't literally talk to you, but like, his, his voice is like kind of guiding her through stuff and teaching her how to do it. But with that spot being taken by Peter Parker, I think the Black Panther like universe and setting, or I shouldn't say universe, but uh, you know, that makes more sense versus like, go, you know, putting her in Spider-Man or something like that. So, yeah. cause now it could be that maybe you know, this this uh, sort of handoff is happening, like, you know, with, with Shuri or with, you know. It makes I don't sense. know if I'm, if I'm expressing myself the way I want to, but I was always curious on how they were going to do that. Like, well, where does this character come from out of nowhere? If they've never interacted on screen together, we've never seen yeah. them in a movie together. How do we, how does this handoff happen? How do we, like, root for this? Because we've had Tony Stark and Peter Parker interacting since the first spider-man film of the reboot homecoming right so just inserting a different character there would feel inauthentic and it would feel like it was forced but i think like having it happen this way makes just a lot more sense yeah do you think do you think it's um oh my god what was it called 
at the end of Black Panther, they literally go to Oakland and he's like, I'm going to buy the whole block. Oh, and they're going to like make a be. thing. Maybe. Do you think it's there? Like that's the it could be the plot line. I think they could mm. pull it from there. They could also just pull it from Wakanda. Um, you know, sure. But I feel like the whole point is is like she's supposed to be the American kid who takes oh, up after Tony kind that of is, vibe. That's right? a good point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I, I think Bronze uh, got pretty close to what I would believe to occur in the sense of like she builds the actual suit, but Shuri gives her the actual. Um, ai component of it being that shuri's like probably this one of the smartest inventors now in the mcu now that tony's gone yeah Um, so correct me if i'm wrong this was never addressed in the movies i don't believe but the order of operations was iron man 3 and then a bunch of other movies leading into black panther and then that leading into infinity war correct yeah and in those movies in iron man he destroys his suits and he's like, oh, I'm not going to need those anymore. In Iron Man 3, and then, he does, yeah. And then in, in then Infinity War, he's like, tap, tap, my shirt turns into a suit. And it's it's nanomachines. And then in Black Panther, Shuri's like, oh, hey, I made this out of nanotech. And at the end of Black Panther, like, hello, world, we exist. So my assumption, having watched it all through recently, was like, oh, Tony probably hooked up with Shuri. And, like, that's how he knows how to do the nanotech stuff. And so that my could question, be a yeah, my, my question is then, does that mean that we get some sort of like, oh, the reason why Riri can have this stuff is because it technically came from Shuri. It wasn't really Tony. And so then we can like tweak the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe to make it fit so that like, you know, she's inspired by Tony Stark like everyone is. But, um, you know, it's a Riri. It's like uh, Shuri is there to mentor her kind of vibe. Could be. I just assumed it was going to be something like she, like, you know, those NASA competitions, like she wins a competition because like a Wakanda top scientist. Yeah, she's like a savant. Sure, that works. Yeah, Yeah. she's like supposed to be smarter at her age than like Tony was at her age. You know, they kind of set this up where like she's in the future. She's probably going to be smarter than a lot of these characters. But right now she's Mm -hmm. young. So I could easily see her winning like a, a contest going to Wakanda as the, as the prize to present her, her science project. And then something happens there while she's there. I don't think we're going to see her blasting repulsor blasts and like flying across the sky and saving people. I think we're just going to see maybe a little bit of that towards the end of the film and just to set up for her character being there when everything transpires. That's my prediction, but I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah. It's like a side character bit type deal. You're right. I was thinking about of her being the central character when that would not be accurate. No, I don't think she's totally correct. I think they're just, right, yeah, right. Think they're just gonna set her up and gauge the audience's sort of reception of her, and then like figure out where the, where else she's gonna fit in and where else they're gonna put her. Yeah. Yep. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, the other little bit of news before we get into uh, the Eternals trailer: uh, Don Cheadle's Armor Wars has a head writer by the name of Yasir Lester um what else did they write they collaborated on the showtime original series black monday uh which uh cheetle stars in um he also was the screenwriter for the disney series earth to ned uh hbo's girls and the carmichael show on nbc i have seen none of uh, maybe i've seen what, what is girls about 
Is that the girls? Isn't that the New York? And it's like, hey, we're girls in New York, and hey, we all want to bang Adam Driver. Oh, yes. yeah, okay. You know? I've seen yeah. sh- episodes of that show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so that's cool. We, we got a head writer. Armor Wars is going to be a really. Uh, that's one of those shows where I'm just like, is there enough to like go on here? Like, is this? I don't know. We'll have to see what the plot is for that entirety of the show. If that's the power broker and Don Cheadle representing like the U S versus the power broker. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that could be. I have no idea what that show is going to be. Yeah. We'll have to see. Anyways, let's talk this, uh, Eternals trailer, uh, that came out, uh, this past week. We got a lot of plot devices. Uh, we also got a new Superman, uh, <laughs> the MCU. <laughs> it did look exactly like it. It looks very much like Superman, which is fine. I think that's uh, that's great. But yeah, it's very he's he's fucking shooting lasers out of his eyes and super strong, and he's got the little curly cue here in the front of his head. Uh, but he's also Scottish, so he's a Scottish Superman, which uh, you know, I'm into that. All right, let me just say, I never knew my fetish was Selma Hayek riding a horse in a cowboy hat. <laughs> But here we are, and I need you to know, the minute I saw that on screen, I was like, I've always loved this woman, and I always will love this woman. The day I die. I want to let you know. Then that happened, I was like, um, Anyway, <laughs> uh, int- it, it, it's interesting that they started with the thing that we were talking about the most, which was, which was so where were these people the entirety of the MCU? Yeah. And that's and that's what they started with. That was the first thing they got on was, all right, here's the story about what they were up to. So I'm glad they at least addressed that. I think they're smart enough. I mean, Marvel knows what they're doing, right? They they know exactly what the fan base is going to question about all this stuff. You see a bunch of like right. superhero team with like crazy strong powers, and you're like, but wait, we just like they just fought Thanos. Why the fuck weren't they there? They even I think had like a full on featurette that kind of got memed on. Of like, why didn't these people fight Thanos or whatever? And they explained that it was basically directive that they couldn't interfere, and kind of it. That's that's their MMO or not MMO. That's their MO. They just don't. Uh... That's their MMO RPG. Yes, accurate, accurate. Um, trailer showed a lot more Celestials. One of those Celestials is fucking making a uh, a galaxy from the looks of it in the trailer. He's like weaving himself into a galaxy. It looks pretty sick. Um, I thought those whatever designs uh fully fleshed out look great they look a lot better than some of the leaked footage that we saw um that we took a look at a a while back that i think was from like three years ago or some shit at a uh at a comic-con but yeah yeah, i thought i the trailer looked cool i'm i'm on board um i was i was expecting a little bit less cg being that the uh, the director is who she is and kind of her um, her history when it comes to that type of stuff, but I guess it's a Marvel film. You got to have a certain amount of CG, regardless. You can't really do superheroes without some sort, right? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I but it is high science fantasy. I'm not sure what you would call this. I think that's but- accurate. You have to have some sort of see for like you know my my laser light s- s- 
spear kind of thing. Like, yeah, that's not practical. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see, like, because they they definitely have a lot. You can see they have a lot of uh, practical stuff in what they're showing, but also I feel like for the sake of spectacle for the trailer, because there's a scene where they like I don't know what it, maybe it's a bus or a truck or something, and they do that sort of uh, flip, you know, the the yeah. one that was kind of famous from Dark Knight. Yep. And then, but then it becomes CG when they like, and now it's flowers. So I don't know if that was real or if that was CG to begin with, but a lot of things like that that I'm very curious to see how it ends up playing out in the movie. Um, but I think the trailer did a great job of of giving the the fans exactly what you know. Hey, we were sent to Earth. We love Earth. We love the people on it, but we weren't allowed to do anything, and that's heartbreaking. And I feel like that's kind of the vibe of the film is they were like, you know. We literally had to sit there and watch you all like blow each other up, and that like broke our hearts. And you know, but now we're not sitting anymore. <laughs> now we got to fight these guys who, admittedly, I will say the one thing I didn't like is I thought the like bad guy design was real jank. It looks a little like, like dude early '90s bad guy alien vibe. It looks like a dude from like the Mortal Kombat movies. Like, he doesn't look great. He's just like, I am the villain, and I have well, you in my weird hand that is also kind of bony, but I'm metallic. You're like, oh. I think ah, I, okay. I read a little bit about, um, about like, the deviants, uh, which are the, you know, the foils to the Eternals. My understanding is that the deviants were never supposed to resemble anything human, and that was kind of the, the process, because, like, the Celestials in general they just experiment on things. And this was one of their experiments. They were creating a universe where like certain people had powers or, or a planet where like certain people had powers. And then they were just going to like study it for like literally millions of years. And that's kind of how the, you know, the Eternals and the Deviants came to be. Um, so I think that's by design. That said, it doesn't look that, uh, I, I don't know. They look kind of. Yeah, I'm trying to find scuffed. it in the trailer. I think it's towards the end, but like, dude just looks so silly. I don't know. Like, he's just. It just. Like, at 221 in the trailer, he just. It, it like. I don't know, man. It's. He's, dude's got four eyes. And he's, you know, they gave him like a little humany bits, so at least he kind of has human facial features. And they just threw two eyes on the side, and the rest of him is all like tendons, like silver tendons. And I'm like, I don't know. Meanwhile, in the same movie, they got this shot at uh, oh, what is this? Two eleven, and I feel like this is a celestial. And this dude looks badass. Yeah, he's creating a universe or a galaxy here. I don't know how we can have this badass looking dude in the same mm. film as the villain who's like jank looking. Look at this guy. This guy's incredible. Yeah. He looks so cool. I don't, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I don't but know. I, my my big question is like, how do they introduce these guys is like when you think like the power scale, the the power uh, levels uh, of the MCU, these guys got to rank at the like tippy top, right? <laughs> they gotta be. They they don't even give a shit that Thanos like killed half the fucking galaxy. Just, I mean, they just make a yeah. new galaxy. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah. Uh, so I really wonder how they're going to ease into the idea that these beings exist in the MCU. I mean, we've already been in the head of one and we mm. already have seen a man who was a planet. So I feel like we really don't I have guess to go we've very kind far. kind of already to... done it. Yeah. That's yeah. True. We don't have to like, there isn't a stretch here. All they have to do, and I guarantee this is from the beginning of the movie, right? Or at some point where they do a flashback and they're like, Talk everything about how was created existed. by the celestials like that for sure for sure that's one of the things they're gonna do here's a but question that's neat. i love that i want to see more of that here's here's a question do you think uh and this has nothing to do with the eternals only by uh using it as a device to to ask this question you think this is gonna anger like religious groups <laughs> when they essentially oh, i'm pretty sure they out. already checked out a <laughs> you think while they're ago done? you think they're already out of the mcu when a sorcerer was brought up, if they're still in, like when black magic was a thing, pretty sure they were out. Maybe. When when the first Iron Man movie where he goes and like sleeps with a reporter and then is like, get out of my house, you big idiot. Pretty sure they were out then. I don't know. If you were like, I if you're truly um, religious, you were like, oh, my stars and garters. You were out. I don't know if they necessarily care. Too much about that, Jesse. That's what I'm saying. I don't think anyone <laughs> really cares. Yeah. But if they're saying that God didn't create the universe, they might have a problem with that. That's all I'm getting at, you know? Then I would reply, how do you know God didn't create the celestials? Boom. <laughs> and they would be like, and then they would explode. Checkmate, I like the trailer. Yeah? You're into it? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just I just like that it's very different than anything they've put in before. Like it's so it's such a unique installation. I don't you know earlier we were talking about how every Marvel film kind of follows the same formula. This is the one mm -hmm. I have faith will actually differ from that substantially. I don't think we're gonna have this like little cutesy origin story with them in Brooklyn hanging out and then towards the end of the movie something happens I think like from the outset the premise is that they're they're here they're in it they're doing it you know yeah. and I'm excited to kind of not wait to get to the punch if that makes sense could be I, I think <clears throat> from the trailer it seems like the beginning of the movie is like they basically were sent off to live their own life, right? And now Salma, mm -hmm. Salma Hayek's character is going off and, like, bringing them back together, essentially, because they talk about the emergence is happening. And I think the emergence is the idea that a celestial was planted in the center of the Earth to then turn into a celestial, but it destroys the planet at the same time. So I think that's probably what they're going to be Fighting against, I think that's what the emergence is. Um, so that's a pretty big, you know, plot device that the Earth is going to end. So are we, so is the assumption that the plot of this film is they were sent here as the custodians of the like Earth baby, I think and then so. they fell in love with the humans, and then the humans saved the galaxy or the universe, and so they're like, we got to protect these people, even though it's our job to watch after Earth baby. I think so. Kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Interesting. That would be that'd be great. Um shout out to What happens uh, though if you piss came... off a, like a, a celestial though? Like right? Couldn't they just come over and like smash the earth and be done with it? I mean that maybe that's how they're like 
there is one who is very angry and he's so so hungry you know like that kind of vibe and it's like <laughs> oh i know what this means like that it could be an interesting in yeah you think they're gonna tease galactus I if like at the end it's like maybe oh no we protected earth but there is one who will come for us eventually i think that could be an interesting little tidbit it, now mm-hmm. here's a question that i don't know the answer to galactus is not a celestial right i mean no. neither well, was he... ego but they definitely were like you know i don't a know celestial how else guy. They describe him like what how was galactus who is galactus like what how does he exist was he john m galactus <laughs> i like my understanding is that galactus was like a machine no galactus would be he's a dude like Gala- the best way to describe Gal- galactus in the mcu would be like when uh there was the conversation about other universes he would be like like it, it, the way that they would introduce him is he's like kind of out of space and time. I believe he was like from one of the other. Oh, so I, okay, I pulled up like his universes that ended. No, it it so Galactus. This is straight from the wiki. Galactus was originally the explorer Galen of the planet Ta, which existed in the prime Big Bang pre Big Bang universe. When an unknown cosmic uh, cataclysm gradually begins killing off all other life in the universe galan and the other survivors leave ta on a spacecraft and are engulfed in the big crunch not the big bang he's from so big so, crunch. so technically he is from you know like another universe yeah i mean and like he, he bonds the idea- with the sentience of the universe changes and gestates uh for billions of years in an egg made of the debris of his ship that formed the current universe formed after the Big Bang. He emerges as Galactus, and though a Watcher observed Galactus's birth and recognized his destructive nature, the Watcher chooses not to kill Galactus. Starving for sustenance, Galactus consumes the nearby planet, the first of many planets, and etc. Then so, we kind of know the story. But I'm trying to, like, in the MCU world, How does which that is work? different from the comics, Yeah, the, the, the assumption would be that... Um, you know they talk about how uh, you know what never mind because it's different than them because originally um oh what is his name the the guy in loki who isn't uh kang but is kang you know what i mean whatever his name he, was he like, who remains yes his whole thing was that he saw the end of everything right and so the idea would be like, you know, big bang, big crunch is that there was something here. And then like, it's, you know, it's explosion. Then it happens over and over again is the idea. Yeah. Right. And so he was caught in a big crunch. And then when the universe exploded again, he was like, you know, brought into it with like unlimited power basically. And so I don't know. I don't know how they would bring this guy in to the MCU unless it was through kind of like, well, he's, you know, this dude's coming to get us for some reason. Like, why would he be coming to Earth? Right? Yeah. Like, why is it suddenly important for him to come to Earth? They've it's they've kind of written themselves, uh, them being Marvel. I, I don't know how you introduce the next big bad. Um, 
apart from kind of how they introduced Kang, I guess, um, when it comes to Galactus, because like they already did the, you know, he's coming type deal with Thanos. That was Thanos's entire yeah. thing was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll just do it myself. He, Thanos is, just, you know, he's collecting the stones, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how you do that with Galactus unless you just show him like each movie's he's a little bit closer in the solar system to like Earth. And that's I mean, that. he's also he's also incredibly goofy. Like he's just he's just a giant goofy. guy with like some things yeah. on his head, right? You know, I do love the one of the Celestials they showed had a silly hat. I was like, oh, they're keeping the funny hat. They yeah, I they look like a little weird. Hat. Yeah, I like the funny hat. Let's see. I'm going to be honest. I don't know much about Galactus. I've read like the the Silver Surfer Black and the uh, Silver Surfer Run that predated it. And even though it's a Silver Surfer comic, I feel like they barely talk about Galactus. It's just like Norrin Rad going on adventures with an Earth girl. And it's very 70s. It's very yeah. it's like actually a good comic. But it's like it, it usually just involves like. Galactus is hungry. Let me find a nutritious planet with no people on it or a way to relocate these people. Like, but they never really talk about how to deal with Galactus or what Galactus is or anything like that. Yeah. I don't even know if Galactus is like a phase four thing, too. It, it seems like it would be a phase five deal with Fantastic Four, I think, being the end of phase fours is uh, what they've stated thus far. So, yeah. But then again, I don't know if that means that Kang is the big bad of phase four and that's what happens in, in Fantastic Four is, you know, they figure out some way that... Kang is definitely the big bad of phase four. Yeah. Is he the big bad of, like, the next ten years of Marvel? That's a different story. I have no clue. Right. Yeah, I don't know how long phase four is, ultimately. I don't think they've come out and, and put a timeline to it in that regard. But overall good trailer i think we all uh are very much into the trailer um i loved bronze steak i think it does look different than everything we've kind of seen thus far um and a lot of that is is from chloe zal's direction right there's so many like wide sweeping shots of just incredible looking things a house that's very small <laughs> like a giant hill that type of stuff uh and, and that's cool to see for sure we'll see if it keeps I'm it also up just across excited the board. for the scale yeah, you know, the fact like, that we're I getting, like, this... that big. Yeah. Yeah, and the scale of their superpowers. Like, when that thing is True. falling and turns it into flower petals. Like, just stuff like that. was That was such a beautiful visual. And I'm excited to see them fight. Even right. though one of them does look like Superman. But still. It's, it, I'm always interested to see how Marvel reigns in, or doesn't reign in, the, like, you know, supposed power levels. How do you keep it so that a character like, uh, I don't know, who's like a lower power tier character? I feel, to be honest, I feel like that's the one thing Marvel does very poorly. I'm not going to go on another saying. Hulk rant. Well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I feel like they they don't know how, you know? It's always like, oh, Hawkeye, oh, no, I'm out of my arrows. I'm the Hulk. I can't change into the Hulk. Well, or I am I, always the Hulk. I think I think the inverse. They know exactly how to do it. Are they doing it well? That's a different question. That's a different being, right? They know exactly yeah. how to keep all the powers reined in, though, around the same thing. Like, the idea that Captain America and a fucking Celestial <laughs> are, like, 
a fucking copy of Superman can exist and they're supposedly on like the same power frequency. It's a little weird, right? I've just, I've, I've never been happy with it because it, it just reminds me too much of like Inuyasha where it's like, oh, here's a guy with the wind tunnel in his hand that can suck up everything. <laughs> but, but, oh no, Naraku's insect. And every time it's time to use it, basically there's this one thing that always pops up so he can't use it. And I feel like they do that a lot in where it's like, oh, and I, that was my main gripe with the, with the Iron Man films is like, I felt like they had to come up with the reason why he didn't have a suit or he wasn't in the suit or, yeah. you know, like they had to come up with the reason. I can't tell if Jesse is frozen or his internet he's reading froze. something no, 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 he's I, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying but i'm also trying to like formulate a thought that i have that is it's probably insane it's an insane person <laughs> thought but i'm okay. listening but sometimes that's like annoying to me because i feel like i feel like there's got to be a better way to do it than just like this thing that always we made this thing that always works but this time it's not going to work because we've come up with the <laughs> yeah well, with the reason it's not gonna work you know Just, another way know. to another way for me Small to look gripe. at that yeah another way for me to look at that is like captain marvel's arguably like currently one of the strongest people in the entire mcu right she it, it i don't know how you make her <laughs> relatable to also a a captain america she's kind of on the level i i think in a lot of ways of most of the eternal folks that we saw um which is why i feel like she didn't not <sighs> See, this is where people are being like, why can't you just turn off your brain and have fun? I do, but like when you stop and think about it, like she does she didn't do anything in Endgame. Like everybody was like in the in the weeks predate or like right before that movie, everyone was like, She's the most powerful Avenger. She's gonna she's gonna kill that. Yeah. She didn't do shit. Am I wrong? Like, go I mean, back she and watch it. She did like she was ship that she was no on one else camera really for deal. like two seconds, and then that was it. She just like went through a plane. She's like, do you have hold something on, for me, Peter on. Parker? I gotta and be she a little was bit on honest. camera for like 30 seconds. The phrase went through a plane is a little dismissive from like killed a giant galactic starship. <laughs> the pride like, of the in, Thanos fleet. <laughs> wait, like, in literally I two seconds. It was a cool moment, but she was on camera, you cannot deny, for 30 seconds. Yeah, so were most of the characters in that film, though. Right? But like people were <laughs> hyping it up like she's gonna come. And she's going to fist fight Thanos one-on-one, -on -one, you know? Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like, they have to hold back on stuff. And because, like, how do you have that great moment where Cap picks up Thor's hammer and have him have that heroic moment? But then, you know, if, I feel like if Captain Marvel shows up and just punches through Janet Thanos's chest, it's like they do have to hold back on stuff, you know? Well, they have to give the kill they to do. the people, the right person, essentially. Yeah, the, the they have device. to like draw they have to draw back on some stuff because otherwise it wouldn't that that's what I'm saying is like it wouldn't look it would it would diminish that moment. Yeah. Like because if if Thanos can go hand to hand with Captain America and Thor, but two seconds later gets utterly bodied by another character. It would just, I don't know. It just kind of like if it's played for a comedic bit, it works, but outside of that, it doesn't. So they always 
draw it back. Like, oh yeah, Scarlet Witch like defeats him in two seconds, but then there's an airstrike, so she gets defeated. You know, yeah. and it's like, oh, so I'm. I feel like I you're know. answering I your understand. own question. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I. But it bothers me like that. There's some characters they straight up just don't know what to do with them. It's a power level thing. So some 100%. some characters they know, other characters they're like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I I 100 percent agree. I I don't know how you get all of the the new characters that they've even introduced uh, and like keep the power levels honest uh and also keep it entertaining uh because otherwise like people could just step in and be like yeah you're done right like this entire plot device of evil bad guy in this film someone could just step in from the greater mcu and just be like yep i'm done with you i'm just gonna push some air in your direction by punching well, you from like across the city and you're you're good we're done i think that's why they designate the difference between cosmic and like you know ground level right now yeah because yeah. They're, they're saying like all the cosmic peoples they're like look things are way more important than what's happening on earth and you know i think that's what they did with captain marvel where she was like there's other civilizations out there besides y'all and they need help too they're just as messed up and there are other stories stopping so self-centered so i'm sure that the the big difference is they're gonna you know the eternals are like look we were tasked with one thing and now we are doing something else but like you know it could be like oh crap galactus is coming we got to go deal with that and like we have to leave earth alone oh we're, so, so then they leave saying, like, at the end happens, they just leave yeah yeah i don't know what would happen at the end of that well because i i so the reason why i was like looking dumb uh like always is i was trying to think so in the trailer a lot of the up until the very very end but every time we see them in kind of like they're like old spaceman outfits they're always near water every single time when they fight a deviant the first time when the deviant pops out of the water near the rocky coast yeah that's you know that's near the water the next time when they're sort of like on a sandy beach that's near the water um and i was like oh my god what if this is the movie where we learn about atlantis like this is the Atlantis movie, and yeah, then it leads into be. because, truthfully, the arch nemesis of Wakanda is Atlantis. Yeah, and and, and so yeah, and so I was like, oh, is this where we learn about like Atlanteans? And maybe yeah. that's part of it. But then I, but then as you go further into the video, uh, into the trailer, like I don't know, from two twenty on, they're all in their modern day outfits, but then none of the uh deviants are like you know they're like ones in a forest and one's flying and i was like oh never mind but maybe maybe there'll be something about that could be so I, yeah I have, no, I have no clue i i wonder how long it'll take for the uh like general audience to get tired of the idea of the storyline or the trope of like oh yeah these beings have existed on the planet for like millions of years type deal uh and when they're gonna just have to start introducing something else that's like brand new because in the case of like atlantis that's i think it's pretty pivotal in a lot of story threads within the mcu mm -hmm. but it's gonna be it another one be of black those, panther too right like it it definitely is it's another one of the stories of like oh yeah you know atlantis has existed and just not is gone uh you know unseen for millions of years or thousands of years or whatever 
um, how long that plot device is going to work for like a general audience. Um, maybe it, maybe it will like, always but, work. I don't know. Like we were just discussing, they kind of have to do that because, okay. So it, when we started, like we started with Iron Man who is at his core, essentially like a, like a normal human a person. Right. Yeah. And then we, since then we've built up to like this, this spot where we're at. Um, which is why, like, if you're always going to have, they, unless they have to figure out, like, a creative way to handle it, because you're always going to have that dickhead that's like, well, if, if Wonder Woman was there the whole time, why did she help with this? Well, if the, if the Turtles were there the whole time, why did she help with this? If Captain Marvel was there the whole time, why did she help with this? So they have to come up with ways for that character to conveniently not be there, that character conveniently not be able to use their powers right and that was the whole point i was making with captain marvel that i think went over some of y'all's heads but it's okay um so it's like it's because when you have like a character that can like they have to be on camera for 30 seconds because if they were on longer than that everything before that would have been nullified and we're kind of seeing them having to deal with this right like well if if wakanda was there the whole time why didn't they help solve world peace and world hunger? Well, because they they were hiding, right? And but like it's weird because I wish we could just hand wave some of that stuff away because there's no neat way to deal with that. Like the universe is getting bigger, so ultimately either people have to stop asking these questions or just like they have Marvel has to fill in the blanks and say, well, they had a isolation policy and they don't <laughs> help people. I, th- I mean, they were asleep look, in the I, core of the earth. They were up until this point, and a hundred percent check me on this. I feel like Marvel's done a pretty good job of like making that all make sense of why X Y Z didn't do mm-hmm. ABC type situation. Like they've done a pretty good job of giving a somewhat valid reason for kind of everything apart from maybe the time travel shenanigans that's maybe where i think you could probably poke holes in a lot of the the general uh storyline stuff but apart from that they're they're pretty good at it they kind of <laughs> but as they introduce more characters that's going to get harder and harder 100 percent. yeah right? well once like... you introduce the celestial shit like i that's I don't know how you do that. I don't want that job. I wouldn't wish that job on anyone, right? That's that's a the crazy... Eternals, thankfully, is, like, explaining it. But as they introduce more and more, unless... Because, like, on one hand, you have people that hate origin stories. But if you have a character that's already established, then you have to explain why they weren't there, right? Yeah. So it's a, it's a very difficult terrain to, to navigate. Like, like, if we get X-Men at some point, Right. Either they're going to have to do a new origin story or they're going to have to say that they were there or they were in an alternate universe and they got brought over different timeline. Like, who knows how they're going to do it? But it's going to have to be a lesser of two evils, you know, like, well, if these Y'all characters to get... were here the whole time. Yeah, hmm. totally effed up. <laughs> I need I need to jump in. I need to jump Jesse in. just busted into the room with a shit ton of drugs. Here we go. <laughs> I, all right. <laughs> So based on what you were saying, Bronze, I was like, great point. Where the hell was Atlantis? They're going to bring Atlantis. So I went online and just Googled <laughs> Marvel Atlantis. Okay. And, and what I found you was found not hotel, what I was looking for. You booked a room. What I found was not what I was looking for, but I think it's what we need because, oh, my God, 
all right, because I was like, yeah, where was Atlantis? What was Atlantis up to? And I found literally on the Marvel database, it lists where Atlantis has been for the last 20,000 years. And I was like, okay, like, let me skim from the beginning. Okay. Let me just real quick. Again, I can't confirm it. This is happening, but this was 18,000 years ago. The cataclysm of Atlantis, the thing that brought it to the ground. And this is just a paragraph from it. Finally, barbarians from the Lumerian Isles attacked Atlantis on behalf of the Deviant Empire. Ah. And to rout their forces, King Kamu opened the magma pits, which were the city's means of heating. Lumerian invaders were destroyed by the molten lava, but due to unprecedented volcanic pressure beneath the city, the magma release triggered a seismological cataclysm. First, the capital city, and then the entire continent of Atlanta itself was racked by earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. At the same time, the demons themselves launched an attack on the surviving second host of the alien celestials. The celestials retaliating by causing a nuclear cataclysm that sank Lumeria and created shockwaves that shook the entire world. As a result, the local geological con uh, convulsions and after effects of Lumerian cataclysm, the entire continent of Atlantis fragmented and vanished beneath the ocean in about a week. So like could be all the all the you know the breadcrumbs are there for them to go that direction if they want to. Wasn't even expecting that, and they were just like, and then deviants and Atlanteans. I was like, oh, so maybe again. That's why they were by the water because they live under the water because they were because they were sunk under the ocean. Someone just said that the volcano. What was it? Some think the volcano in the Eternals trailer is Atlantis. There's a massive volcano that that uh, goes is off. in the trailer. Um, let me see if I can find where it, where it's at. Because there's there are several shots of ancient cities. One of which is burning, and it looks like Jon Snow is watching it burn. Um, and then there's a huge volcano explosion. Uh. Oh yeah, there's there's like a I don't know if that's the beginning of life on Earth or not. This but right at here, one thirty one. There's a volcano, and then yeah, that shot that's a that's an explosion as well. There's another shot of the actual volcano exploding, like the top blowing off. Maybe, maybe I don't. I have no clue. Well, it looks like there's something right here. Whatever. I that also is. wonder. What? That's just the, that might just be the light hitting that smoke. Sorry, go ahead. There's also at 201. Interested to see where that is, where that takes place. I think that's the their ship. Is it? Yeah, because they don't they like lift the ship up? Also, no. 206. There's another volcano. At 206 right? is the explosion of the actual volcano. What do you think is going on? That volcano was in there three times. Why the fuck is that important? Mm. Great question. Great question. Huh. Krakatoa. <laughs> is that, yeah, is that what the emergence is? is I mean, it could just be the beginning off? of life on is this Earth. somewhere kind in of Portland? <laughs> somewhere in Oregon? Yeah. Uh, you, you also might be right. Uh, is there a civilization? But, but again, I just want to point out that really? every time it shows them with early civilization, in the first shot where they're down the beach and there's the kid in like, you know, the, 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 level one outfits on the beach i don't know how to like the rags um it looks like early man and then a then a deviant pops out of the water and then later when they're on the sandy beach and there's all the people that definitely look like they are early man deviants are popping out of the water i'm not yeah. saying i'm like 
cracking this movie open. But am I cracking this movie open? You might. Uh, there's the ship. I think this is their supposed ship. So, but like that ship, size wise, compared to the height of the other area, seems not the same size to yeah. scale. Yeah, the other area seems not. To, it seems bigger, and and I don't know. I don't know. I wonder. I think that'd be super fun if they, they don't have to show it, but just the idea, the concept that it's there and like, yeah, a long time ago, there were others that like, you know, the world's been along for a long, around for a long time and things have happened here and, you know, maybe who knows? I'm very interested to see how they sell this because they have said this story takes place over 7,000 years. Right. And I think they also said that it, it's post end game. As well, that was another uh, thing that came out this past week. Well, yeah, the I mean, the, the beginning literally is like humanity sure. saved the universe. So, like, you yeah. know, Selma Hayek's like, "Damn, humans are awesome." And I say, "I'm a human, Selma Hayek. Am, am I? Am I awesome?" You might, you know, there's always about, a chance. Is that, is that about me? Is that about me, Selma? There's always a chance, Jesse. <laughs> always a chance. Don't uh, hype me up like that. Don't do that. Don't not like this. Not like this. Don't. Do <laughs> Let's that talk. What me. if episode two? I'm back on board. Uh, I think this show's great. I thought episode two, I felt like episode, I'm just going to come out and say it. Episode one was dog shit in comparison to episode two. Uh, Cause they, I don't know what episode one was compared to episode two. They know what they actually told a story. It wasn't just like a retelling of the captain America <laughs> aspect. Bronze is laughing over there. I just know. People are going to be so upset. Episode one was bad. What are you talking about? It was the retelling of Captain America. Episode two was a completely different show. And if you can't see that, there's no way. I'm just waiting for the bad take. Did these guys (laughs) not understand? That was one guy last week. We got to stop giving him credit. Everyone else was fine with it. I need you to know. Somebody had an opinion that's not mine. Bad take. (laughs) Bronze can't let this guy go. Living rent free no, in her head. My, no, my boot's staying on that neck forever <laughs> till the end of time. There you go. Episode two. Turn the ship around for me. Yeah, I was like great. ready not to care about what if. I, I last week I was like, you know, I bet they're gonna have some dumb reason why they chose T'Challa. Whatever. Here's the thing. At first, I was like, oh, his little boy wants to go explore. And then he leaves the confines and then gets picked up. And I was like, well, that's why? Whatever. And then they were like, yeah, no. I mean, like, it was the highest power signature in, on the planet. And we figured it. I was like, that holy makes sense. shit. Am I buying into this? I was yeah. like, That's okay. Marvel right there. <laughs> they, they and then made they immediately were just like, and now we're going to go have fun with it. And let me tell you, from moment one, I was like, not like, T'Challa was fine. Thanos showing up, fine. All the characters that were in it, literally, I think we called Howard the Duck. Yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. The one dude I did not see coming out of left field that I was like, that's MVP, was the guy. I don't remember his name. He was like, are you a Star-Lord? That guy? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That guy stole the entire thing for me. Oh, strange. I want a whole okay. show of him just being a fanboy. I don't know what his name is. I can't remember his name to save my life. But, oh, my God, from the minute 
that uh, that thing that that guy showed up on screen. I was like, this dude wins. He was the Stole best. It. I need to look. Who is that? What is that? Guy? I forget his uh, the actor's name uh, only because I have a hard time saying it ninety nine percent of the time, which is a pretty shitty reason to forget his name. But Jessica could look it up here. Yeah, I don't know why the uh, either. It's fine. We're recording, so we're still good to go. Um, oh, did the stream just go down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story of my life. Um, where? What is this guy's name? Uh, not Craglin. Craglin's the brother. It's uh, isn't it like Dijmon? Oh fuck! What is his name? Dijman Hunsu as Korath. Uh, Korath is Korath. There. That's yeah. who it is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Korath. That dude. Holy crap! That man came in and stole my heart. I was not even prepared to love that dude as much as I love that dude. Because he was kind of like a throwaway character in the movie. He was just like a goon. Yeah. And then this, I was like, well, he was also in uh, Captain Marvel as well. Yeah. Yeah. But in that, he was also, uh, you know, like a throwaway goon. Uh, and in this, I mean, he yeah, was. Yeah, he was kind of like the, the, yeah, he was part of her, like, group, but sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, but, he, you know, he was just, like, there. Um, I loved, I loved that he was, I loved that T'Challa included him in the adventure, even though, because it just showed the difference between Peter Quill and T'Challa, and why... Peter Quill was doing what he was doing versus what T'Challa was doing. And I love that they changed everything about it. Like, they changed everything about it. They literally were like, T'Challa talked Thanos out of it. Right. <laughs> Which is great. The best bits of the entire episode were Thanos talking to people about, you know, it's not all that bad. <laughs> that was hilarious. The fact that they made that a joke. Yeah. Where it, it, They made him. Here's the thing what they did. They made him into every, like, dude who saw Infinity War was like, well, actually, Thanos' idea isn't actually a bad one because the world is, like, really overpopulated. So he might have been going about it the wrong way, but, like, it's actually true. And that is exactly what they were parodying. And I was just like, Mwah. yeah, Mwah, this is so good. It's very good. It's very good. Franz, what do you think of uh, What If Episode 2? I... I liked it because they actually treated it like a a cartoon and like what it is, which is you're able to gloss over some stuff and, and kind of make style choices that you wouldn't make in the MCU because they're not the same characters. So I kind of like that we got a version of Thanos that was a little bit more like able to joke about the, the genocide thing because I don't think that would have floated in the actual MCU because they presented that event as super traumatic. But in a universe where, oh, we didn't watch all this unfold, it's suddenly you're talking about something in theory, right? So that's like a lot more, it's, it's I don't know, it's more palatable to kind of discuss that or make jokes about it because we're talking about a hypothetical and not something that we saw unfold on screen and have a, a, all this impact on people's lives. So when you have that, plus the fact that I love that they did the thing that, that okay, because you have... Black Panther is kind of the MCU's version of a Batman that 
doesn't that isn't a horrible person right like that's kind (laughs) of yeah like you know like black panther is kind of the answer to marvel's answer to uh batman so a lot of the stuff a lot of the critiques of batman are always like oh well you know he's just a guy in a suit this that and the other who's rich and sometimes people have those same critiques of black panther it's just a dude in a suit who's rich and da 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 i've always hated that so this actually this episode reminded me of an episode of another comic book show i did on my channel a long time ago called bagged and boarded where i started dismantling a lot of these arguments before the black panther film came out where i was like well it's not actually just a rich guy like this person is probably one of the most respected human beings on planet earth in fact at one mm-hmm. point the inhumans invite i think it was the inhumans invite him and storm to their home to consult with them on or get their opinion on like mankind on like hey we respect you and your opinion so we just wanted to get your your impressions on like mutants x-men should we worry about them and like mankind in general like so this idea of t'challa being an a sort of like arbitrator or a neutral party is is not new it's been in the comics for a while and they set it up in the mcu as well in fact when we see t'challa's father where where do we see him at the united nations right like it's very much this this idea of like oh wakanda is like has it's self-sufficient it can so it can maintain neutrality and kind of be the sort of arbiter of peace and i love that they took that sort of line of thinking and expanded it into okay so let's take t'challa as a child off of off of earth away from the vibranium would this character still be exceptional yes because it's who he is as a person it's not just oh you know the suit and the vibranium but it's also like those values he has you know growing up in his like like sort of under his father's watchful eye and learning wisdom and being able to reason with people and convince them like why what they're doing is not bad or that there's a better way to solve things i love that they kind of took that concept and turned it on its head right because i Mm -hmm. think sometimes people get way too caught up in the the superhero part of it which i think is probably the least interesting part of of comic books uh it's probably a controversial take but i always kind of yawn you know like we were talking about well they have to balance it on screen because who's more powerful who's less powerful because there's one scene from Endgame that people will sit here and be like, well, Wanda's clearly the most powerful. This, that. I'm like, who cares? Who cares? Well, who would win in a fight if they all fought? Oh, my God. Those are all the no, anime Marvel fans. This. That's that's the crossover. Yeah. Anime it's, Marvel. This right is, this is so stupid. You know, like, who cares? Um, I'm here for the narrative. Yeah. So I love that they were like, oh, well, if you take away T'Challa's suit, who is he? A very insightful, intelligent um individual who has the ability to bring people over to his way of thinking which is valuable even in space like he's a generally likable guy people like him and they appreciate his intellect and his ability to not give in to the most easy answer but try to come up with pragmatic solutions to like very complex problems so i love that they brought that in i love that they were like no he's like we get a very different kind of star lord if somebody else was given that opportunity you know if somebody that 
Yeah. Well, it, what's great about it is they didn't like you know. So in the first one, the reason why it kind of sucked is it was Peggy Carter given the powers of Steve Rogers, and she just did the thing Steve Rogers did. There was no difference in any of it. It wasn't even like she tackled it her own way. She just did the thing Steve Rogers did, but then she was like, you know, a little like British sassy about it. But like, there was no difference. None. This showed you a well, good version of what she if. Was more technically, she was like, we were talking last episode about how she hits harder, but I think it's just because it's a cartoon. Well, I, I mean, I think she's she, the, the difference is that Steve Rogers uh, would sort of like give everyone a little chance or not try to go as hard. And she was like, yo, we can end this right now. Let's go. Right. She, she was she like was all a business. Soldier and, and a yeah, 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 and, yeah. But what they were doing was literally the exact same thing. Like she went in, beat up some Hydra guys and got out. And this the difference here was. It's it was on a personal a personality level where it's like T'Challa was a character who you know right away everyone aboard the Ravager ship was like this kid's awesome right and they were like we love this kid yeah and then the next time we see him it's like he is doing the exact same intro that's that you know original Star Lord had that Peter Quill had except this time we realize everyone knows who he is. Because unlike the Star-Lord that we know, unlike Peter Quill, this one has gone around the universe and, like, Robin Hooded everything and stolen only to give. And the Ravagers are now, like, good guys. And they go around and everyone knows their legend. And so even the villains are like, bro, do you think I can work for you? And he's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, you know I got to fight you, though. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know I got to fight you. Like, that scene was hilarious it was and yeah. then the fact that at the end he's like oh damn it and he picks him up and takes him with him and he's like welcome to the, key, the team dude i was like that is all you need to know about the massive difference between these two characters and why this whole episode was vastly different and that it was like this is what this show should be from top to bottom they changed it up in a way that felt like it meant something rather than a rehash of a movie with a different character in the lead and yep. i was like the entire time blown away how bad like how much they nailed it was was fantastic it's a great episode loved every minute yeah could not agree more uh biggest pop off for me was definitely the thanos thing though of him just like showing up as one of the bros <laughs> the bar it was like i love what that the fuck yeah <laughs> and then they just well, casually set, step in which you guys have already mentioned like oh yeah i just talked him out of it yeah, I think that's incredible. I think what a like incredible story note. It's not even addressed, but once like, well, yeah, he talked me out of it, and I was like, what? That's incredible. It's great. I love that. And, yeah, yeah, and I love the fact that then it becomes because he was talked out of it, and yep. it wasn't like his life goal and his mo his mission. He becomes, it becomes like a punchline. Like bronze was like, you know, the idea that if this was any, if this was in like the MCU proper. This would be an entirely different kind of like vibe. Yeah. Because it didn't happen, because it's in the cartoon, they can like get away with it being a joke. And and even I think it's interesting the way that they showed the relationship between Nebula and Thanos as well. In, in that obviously it was like messed up, but not in a way that was what we saw in the movies, where he like literally rips her apart. And this, it was just like, you know, a 
father and daughter who really probably needed to have counseling. <laughs> you know, like have well, a talk. Even, yeah. And, and, uh, T'Challa even says that, like, I'm trying to get them to go to therapy. Right. <laughs> like it was yeah. one of the lines in, well, the, in the episode. And that's what I think is interesting. The entire time I was, I was like, all right, where's Gamora when she's showing up, she never did, which means that she's in a different episode. So wielding Thanos' seen, weapon in a different episode. Yeah. We've seen those shots of her with, uh, with Thanos's weapon. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they've said this and I don't think it's true, but I think these are all different universes, right? Like this T'Challa Star-Lord is not in the same universe as Captain Carter is Captain America, right? I here's the thing. I don't know, but the teaser at the end of this episode, I was like, Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Cause you know, if Peter Quill is working at the Dairy Queen, and then his dad shows up and is like, hey, Peter, let's go destroy the universe. I bet Dairy Queen Peter's going to feel a lot different <laughs> right. than yeah. Star-Lord Peter. He's in the, He's been in the human grinder for 20 yeah. plus years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. Working fast food, these motherfuckers. I'm going to destroy you. Yeah, I bet he'd be like, I no longer <laughs> care for them. I'm not flipping that goddamn blizzard no more. All right? I don't care if that ice cream comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it never comes out. I don't know why they have me keep doing it. <laughs> Stupid I kind of like that they still had him listening to like music, music? that yeah. he got from his mom. It actually made me sad for a moment because I was like, oh, this is a Peter that has to just like soak in that grief. Right. You know what I but mean? He had time like, to soak it in. A, that's what I'm you saying. Yeah. That. This is a Peter that has had time to like just really marinate in that loss versus like immediately being ripped away into space and being like, well, the, you know, like instead it's like, no, you had to stay there, go to her funeral. You know, like I had that weird thought about that. I know it's like a really morbid thought, but I was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, that's what you? the show does. Right. right yeah. it, it's the whole premise of the show. 100%. That's I also good love the fact. What if that's what a good, what if does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I love the fact that uh, T'Challa's uh, father was alive the entire time because of mm -hmm. him not being present on on uh on earth so great episode the next episode they have put in that it is nick fury and black widow interesting and i don't know what is the what if scenario what, there yeah i don't know what if uh, i don't know what the what if is is what they tweeted out hmm Hmm, yeah, what is the what if? I think I that was this morning. I'm like 90% sure that that was the uh, the next one. I thought it was Tony and Killmonger. Um, let's see. What is the what is the what if Twitter? Let's just go to Marvel Studios Twitter and I'll verify here real quick. See what the shot is. Yeah, it says see Nick Fury and Black Widow in a new episode of Marvel Studios What If streaming Wednesday on Disney Plus. And it's just the two of them in their get up. There's no like Hydra insignia. There's no They didn't really tease what it's uh what it's going to be. Not necessarily two giant characters though. In a lot of ways also kind of a weird thing with to have Black Widow in there with on with, with all the ongoing uh stuff around ScarJo and that stuff, um, I, I'm, I don't think she voices uh, the character in this show, right? I think that was past her contract or she was already 
done with it in a lot of ways because Black Widow was filmed so long ago. I don't know what it's going to be or who's going to be voicing it, but huge, huge, interesting. August eighteenth, they released an episode promo for episode three. Okay. Um, does it say wow. what it is? So I mean, yeah, uh, it looks like Loki is running Asgard because this for ne- him and Wednesday's episode with. Like it starts out with Nick Fury and then Loki running Asgard and it has like the the four dudes who usually hang out with Thor or four dudes and Sif. Yeah, the Warriors three or or whatever. Yeah, and but they're like behind on Loki's team and it's him on Earth and Nick Fury's like, What up, bro? And they're like standing face to face with each other, and it's like Nick Fury and an army of shield dudes with an army of Asgardians, and then the next clip is Black Widow with Hulk. And then it cuts to that shot from the main trailer that has Tony Stark eating donuts on top of the, the you know, from the movie. We're using the donut in the donut. What and the that, fuck so is the, are you sure I this isn't like a trailer like a, for the entire show? <laughs> no, it is definitely episode three. It's, 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 it looks like episode three. Uh, I don't know. What's the what 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 Twitter account are you looking at? I'm on Marvel Studios. I I'm not literally just on the. It's I'll just link it right here. It okay. is this video right here. It's on YouTube. Let's see. What if episode three promo trailer? Let's see. And it looks like maybe it's a different take on Avengers. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it is a different take on Avengers. You're right, because there's the whole... Yeah. Like, maybe if the Avengers didn't come together? I don't know. Weird. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. Looks neat. It It is a what if of the Avengers, without question. I don't know what the the twist is though like what if nick fury failed or something maybe what if the avengers didn't come together yeah huh okay well that's wednesday yeah i don't know what to expect from that bronze is that a story or anything in the comics do you you know did Mm, you remember that that gotcha what were you gonna say sorry I'm just invested in this Killmonger Tony Stark friendship because yeah. their personalities. I think they're they're really gonna get along. Well, yeah, with like the pre Iron Man Tony Stark for sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they would be homies. Like they're they're gonna. I feel like I just can't wait for that. Like I feel like it's gonna be so good. Yeah, because we're talking about just like pre character growth Iron Man. I want to say that I saw an image of Killmonger in like an Iron Man suit. Like that's the what if is that yeah, he, he builds like, Killmonger a suit for, you know, warmongering. <laughs> so, wait, in one of the frames, they showed Iron Man and Black Panther next to each other. So that makes me question who's Black Panther then. Well, it, uh, is that his mom? Because they show his mom in a frame as well. 
Well, we, so I'm we, curious. It could just be Black Panther. We don't know if it's, you know, these could all just be different universes, not the same universe of what if. Could be both, though. We don't know. You're right. It, it could be someone else. Um, could be someone else completely. Who's to say? I don't know. Uh, I will say that on Wednesday's episode, we will not be covering what if. We'll save that for next Monday. Um, so you don't need to to rush to watch, and we won't be spoiling anything on uh, on Wednesday's episode of uh, special episode of uh, the MCU crew. But I think that's it. Is there anything else? Am I missing? I we got we so. did the trailer. We got all the that tra- did the did the Spider Man trailer drop? Is that out yet? Uh, no Spider Man trailer dropped, but a lot of people are pointing out that that there are a lot of new leaks. Ooh. That have to do with uh, all the Spider Men. Oh, like images, or just more leaks. Yeah. That trailer's got to come like, out soon, right? They're not going to let those. Uh, I'd be surprised if they let that stuff just linger. It's got to be soon, tonight or tomorrow. I'm trying to see if. Are you looking at Twitter for this stuff, Jesse? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's, I don't know the accuracy of this image. Yeah. Uh, of Gar- but, is that know, the one with all the, the Spooderman's swing? Is that what you're looking at? No, 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 no. That's definitely fake. I mean, this right here. Well, that's, that's, I don't know that, I don't know if that's real or not, but. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So. Who's, also, that looks, is that supposed to be Tom? That looks like it's a, a very middle-aged man in a Spider-Man suit that's not Tom Holland in the center. I'm not going to show this on stream for the image that we're looking at, but yeah, I mean, obviously, definitely it looks like don't, a stunt but... double. Yeah, I don't know. So, whatevs. Yeah, I guess that could be we'll Toby. See. We'll all find out eventually. Yeah, eventually, this trailer's going to come out, right? There, there's no question about that. Maybe that. Maybe that's Toby. Maybe. How old is I mean, Toby? Toby is a middle-aged man now. Yeah, how old? What is, is he, 30, 40? Toby's 40-something. I'm afraid to look. Oh, my God, he's almost 50. He's 46. 46. Yeah. yeah, welcome to getting old. Jesus. Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to getting old. Hi. Jesus. Everyone you know from when you were a kid is now old, and you're old. Here's the crazy Great. thing, though. Tobey Maguire still looks like he's in his 20s, though. He's got good genes. That's because he's one of those actors who will always look like a kid. Yeah. He'll be 85 and be like, jeepers, mister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. 100%. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's do some shout outs. Sorry for going offline. Uh, I think our like restreamer crashed. So uh, I had to go straight to my stream and I went offline on, on both of y'all's stream because um, the restreamer just died. <clears throat> and it didn't reboot. So apologies to both oh, of y'all's hey. community. Um, this is 28 minutes ago. Uh-oh. So we were ta- what was the thing we were talking about today? Cinema something, cinema something. Cinema nonsense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that happening right now today? Uh, I think it happens. Sony's panel is like six hours from now, five hours from now. Great. This is this is from Twitter. Be ready for the trailer tonight. My source says Spider-Man No Way Home trailer should be ready by tonight. Others are hearing more specific time, but they said the panel starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay. And it runs until midnight. So. What a weird time to leak the CG 
or the not CG trailer then, right? Like maybe why? it's hype, dog. Maybe it, it's to get it, the hype going. It could just be the marketing bullshit that we, we you know, Marvel could have put that out. Yeah. Could have been. Could have been. Or this is all a ruse and it's not coming out tonight. I mean, we'll we'll find out. Yeah. Time will tell. I hope that we've got uh, a trailer tonight with five phones filming off of each other. I hope they up the ante and double down. It's five phones <laughs> stacked on top of each other. But it'll be in landscape mode, so at least we can see the goddamn trailer and it's not itty-bitty. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, do you guys want to cover that on Wednesday? Or do you want to wait another week? You tell me. You're we'll the producer, JP. Yeah, I'll talk about whatever. We'll we play it by ear. literally whatever. We'll play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. Okay. Anyways, let's do some shout outs and uh call this one an episode. Bronze, what do you got going on? Where can people check you out? What's go what's uh what's happening in Bronze Land? Yeah, hi, hello. I'm that bronze girl. Um, yeah, I'm a full time content creator. I DM a game on Tuesday nights at six PM Pacific Standard Time called Shikar with uh, Josephine McAdam, Xander John Array, Gabe James Games, and Lord Balvin. Uh, I love it. So uh, come through for that. What else am I up to this week? Um, I might be diving into the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut. Ooh, um, and I just discovered a game called Gunfire Reborn uh -oh. yesterday. Absolutely love it. So that's, that's me this week. Uh-oh. And gun... What is is Gunfire like, Reborn a mobile? Why do I know that name? It's it's not mobile. It's on Steam, but it's like this game with these cute animals, and it's a roguelike game. It's kind of like Borderlands. Got it. Uh, okay. It's really hard to describe. Like you have a couple of different abilities, and you, it yeah, you acquire different traits and scrolls. And weapons, and depending on that, your run will go better or worse, and you use that to unlock more perks. And so it's that kind of a gameplay loop. It's just a lot. It's just a lot of fun to play, which is sounds like a, a video game. Then, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, like, I, it's it's like you know, a game is hard to sell, but you just like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I understand that. Have you yeah. played Ghost of Tsushima, by the way, at all, or are you jumping in for the first time? I started the. The original one on PlayStation 4, ah. and I did the horrible sin of trying to 100% everything, okay. and so I just got lost in the sauce because I think they've introduced a new difficulty since then, but they have, I yeah. put it on the hardest difficulty, and it the game just became very easy for me because I was 100%ing everything, and it kind of got a little tedious for me because it takes an hour just to get off or forever just to get off the first island if you're like doing everything so this time i actually want to play the story and not save it for last because i've done almost none of the story quests and all of the side quests and that's a problem yeah that sounds like ghost of tsushima i i did the same thing at least in the act one i literally did everything on that fucking island and then i was i went back to the main story and it's like chop a head off there or chop that guy's head and fucking shoot yeah! that guy <laughs> And like, oh, well, shit. I actually okay, I beat the boss. <laughs> what I was doing, like halfway through the game, after I'd put in like 20 hours, I was like, okay, so I've written haikus and meditated by waterfalls. <laughs> what am That's I great. doing? And my chat was like, aren't you going to save your Lord? I was like, 
Who? <laughs> I just completely forgot. Curse. I was like, hey, I've I'll... been chasing foxes and birds, like, and writing poems. I don't know who this guy is anymore. I'll, I'll double down and say this about the DLC. It's, uh, it, it will just happen again. It'll 100% just happen again. <laughs> no! If you, if you don't, like, actively so set the story quest as your main objective, that game is... One, probably one of the best open world games I think uh, ever made. But two, it's the type of thing where you just go from point to point. You're like, oh, okay, there's a, see what that, that there's a fox up there. Let's go see what that thing's, why are we going to, oh, there's a butterfly in that field. Oh, it's a haiku. Let's talk about haikus. Great. That's so, oh, this is an archery challenge. Okay, I'm going to focus. Oh, this is like an arena ring. Let's do Wait a minute, I got a, there's a story? What are no, you talking I can't, about? I can't yeah. do this again. Not again. It, hey, it's great. It looks fantastic. It runs 4K60 on the on the PS5. It's it's a hell of a game. Ghost of Tsushima, definitely play it. Good. Jesse, what about you? What games you've been playing? What are you going to go and uh, get into? Nothing? I, I I don't mean like, bro, I don't know. I'm going to have Fantasy. so much stuff to play. I mean, like, sure, but like, I don't know. I got the, I got literally so many games, so many games. I, I don't know. And have you ever been just overwhelmed by the amount of games that you have yes. access to? And it's like a blessing and a curse because you're just like, well, yes. I know what I want to play, but I also don't know when I'm gonna have time to play it. Uh-huh. So I got eighty things. It's I'm just gonna roll up into a ball and fade to dust like Thanos. Does that mean someone's got to stamp you though? Or so- I mean, like, sure, if you want to. Okay. Someone collect all you the know. Dragon Balls and Snap Jesse. I believe that's how that works. Yeah, if you just want to snap me away, that would solve a lot of my problems. <laughs> I could just fade to dust with, like, a, like, uh, that'd be great. Yeah. I, you know, uh, but I don't know. There's, like, I'm just looking at my desktop right now. There's a bunch of stuff I downloaded where I'm like, oh, my God, I want to play that. And I want to play that. And I want to play that. And so we'll see. We'll see what I end up getting up to. But um, yeah, I honestly don't know. Plus, I have to still finish. Oh, so much. Jesse's a busy no, guy. No, don't don't think about what you have to finish. There you go. Don't don't think about it. It's too much. I had to I had to like have that conversation with my chat where I was like, guys, can we not ask like when I'm gonna beat something? Because that's like, <laughs> imagine it's you're sitting there, like playing. Slay the Spire, and someone comes up to you and says, hey, remember all those games you bought on the Steam Summer Sale? When are you going to beat them? I was like, I just get an anxiety spike. So I'm like, oh, my God. I, I still haven't beat Returnal. It came out so Returnal's many months ago. Good. I still haven't beat Returnal. Couldn't even tell Returnal. you how that game ends. Yeah. Couldn't even... Here's the thing. I don't know how Skyrim ended. Couldn't tell you. I put 80 hours <laughs> into that game. I couldn't played... tell you yeah. how it ended. Well, they've got another version of Skyrim coming out uh, November, Jesse. No, I'm good. I got the story I wanted. I got the story I wanted. And I don't know what the end of that game is. Couldn't even tell you. I don't (sighs) think I made it through one half of the story of that game. I went around and did adventures and things and had a great time. Don't know how. Put put, (laughs) Witcher 3, I beat. Can I tell you? I beat. I cleared everything off the map. I beat all the DLC, the expansions. Okay. I never beat the base game. Couldn't tell you how, like, I know how the base game ends because I like, because I like looked it up and I looked up all the different ways it could end, but never beat the base. I did every single DLC, loved them. 
I never because you could do them at like level thirty. Yeah. Like I never, I never mm-hmm. beat the base game, and I don't. I feel like I have a problem where I don't like things to end. It's probably true. Oh so yeah. Rather than have an end, I'll just like stop. You're like it's always there waiting for me if I ever need to go back to it. Oh yeah, I think that's probably says a lot about who I am as a person. Yeah, <laughs> well, sometimes sure. games punish you for doing everything because then you have this big bad that you've like prepared for, and you go boop, and they just explode, and you're yeah, like, but "That's oh. great! I love that feeling." Yeah, that's the power. That's the power creep really? I want. Yeah. I want that power fantasy. That's why I power level characters before going to a boss fight in every RPG. Yep. Like, oh, I'm way yep. overpowered for this. Good. Now you die. And it takes me out of it. I for don't me, know why. I mean, it's the opposite, like, opposite effect for me. Hundred really? percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Feels great. <clears throat> it's good stuff. Truly destroying something. That's the best feeling. I agree. Not like oh, I barely scraped by. If you could give me Dark Souls, but where I like stab the monsters in like the dick and win every time, that <laughs> would be. And I would love that game where they're like, "I am Gorgasmoth, the Destroyer," and you're like. I'm Jesse Cox, the dick stabber. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my intergalactic balls. And then they die. And you're like, another one down. Cue the theme music. <laughs> and you like walk away from the battlefield. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. We're such different types of gamers. I think oh, yeah. I was so underleveled when I played KOTOR. That became like a, a meme in my chat where I defeated the final boss by injecting basically a bunch of space drugs. So I ran really fast and dropping mines behind me. Literally, (laughs) this is how I defeated like one of the greatest forces in the star Wars universe was by shooting up a bunch of freaking God knows what, and just running really fast while dropping mines on the floor. And everyone's like, bronze, you can't beat this boss like this. I was like, there's no other way. He's too powerful. Oh, well, that's, and... that's a streamer thing right there of when you get set in your ways of like, I'm going to defeat this boss this way. And then you, you try for, I, should, I hate grinding. So I, I, and I usually, I never do so intentionally. So most of the time when I reach the final boss, I'm like, I'm not high enough level for this time to use my brain meat and figure out a way to cheese this and I'll do it. I figure out a way to cheese everything being also the eight levels way. below where I need to be. I get it. Yeah, I can alternate between those two moods of power leveling way too much or the bronze way. Depends on if how invested I am in the story. I get it. I understand both sides of things here. I need to have like fire five by the time I get to that last boss where he's like, you could never. It's like snap. And he's like, yeah, my body. And it's like, yeah, that's what you get. Thinking you a god now, bitch. Yeah. How dare you grow wings? You're going to die now easy to set on fire snap and they're like Yow! it's like cue the theme music and then i walk away <laughs> the ball stabber that's my new D character jesse the ball stabber. why do you Cox? keep doing that it's my trade well now i have to know if you hoard stuff in resident evil games what do you i hoard stuff in every in real game. life okay <laughs> in the game of life oh my god my biggest problem is is like i literally have to purposely get rid of things because for years i hoarded stuff yeah things i don't even need or use i'm just yeah. like well i would go to conventions get a t-shirt i didn't want take it home and put it on my other t-shirts i don't need and be like nice i got it <laughs> for what purpose that's insane yeah that's insane Oh yeah, I'd wait in a line. Be like, "I did you guys get the uh, new Kirby T-shirt?" 
Where do I get that? Yeah, like, oh my god, I gotta get. So I go wait in a line and get a thing and be like, wow, thank god I got that. And then I have to over my shoulder the entire day, and then I take it home and put it in my suitcase and be like, nice. I'll definitely put that in a closet when I get home and never use it. That's why I've banned myself from collector's editions of games. I tried to do that, and then they just uh, kept putting them out. Turns out, I was, like, I was well, about to say, you can't <clears throat> say nothing. I see that cloud behind you. Yeah, and I see like Honestly, I see all these collector's edition things behind you. <laughs> most of these are just old. A lot of these are just like proper actual statues, but there's a decent amount of collector's edition shit in there, for sure. Some collectors look. Not all collector's editions are made equally. That's what I'll say. That's a fact. Yes. Okay. That's a truth. Yes. All right. 100%. And uh, the bad ones, they're not on the shelf. Okay. That's <laughs> Except maybe the Soldier 76 from Overwatch. That one's. No, I took, I took that guy down. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> he was there for a while. Hey, he ain't there no more. JP has the Death Stranding baby. Not only do I have the Death Stranding baby, I've got two. Death Stranding babies. And that I is, I'm going to no just put this out why. there. Too, too many. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Anyways. Too many BBs. That's too many BBs. <laughs> That's going to do it for the, I was about to say drop frames. That's going to do it for MCU crew today. Uh, we will Mikkelsen be back loves you, baby. on Wednesday for a special episode. Uh, I think that's happening at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, can't really say what we're going to be doing, but we're going to have a show. And uh, we hope you guys join us for that because then we'll be able to talk about uh, the thing that we are doing uh, for a while uh, there. And uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll go from there. It's been real be hard hyped, to talk damn about you. <clears throat> Yeah, this is this is also the type of thing where it's like also you put in be hype for it. So we're trying to ration our excitement. We're rationing be hype. Damn you. Yes. Very accurate. Very accurate. Anywho, that's it. Thank you for watching. Once again, sorry for going offline uh, over on Bronzes. Well, all of our channels, uh, but the, the restreamer broke. So I'll get that looked at and we'll be back on Wednesday with another MCU crew. Thanks so much to both of you. We'll see you Wednesday. Have a good uh, next two days. We're out of here. Bye-bye.